You're listening to the Castworks Industries Comedy Podcast Network. Oh, yeah. I'm back, and I'm ready to put my foot inside someone's ass. That's how it's done. Hi, this is Bex from Garris Random Ramblings. You're listening to The Robin Slim Show. Listener discretion is advised. In this corner, the devastating duo of mayhem, carnage, and absolute destruction, Rob and Slim! You're listening to The Rob and Slim Show with Rob. I do not date plain Jane assistance. Slim. No one loves you like I do. And sometimes the Slamborghini. I love Lady Boys. Internet Radio's finest. Send them back from far away 
This is Summer Smith, and you're listening to The Robin Slim Show. Booyah, boona. Hey, guys, this is RJ Mitty, and you're listening to The Robin Slim Show. We have participated in sinful, illicit activities. God damn! Okay, are you going to clean that up or just leave it in? I'll clean it up. I'll clean it up. Do the fucking garbage in the fucking shit. God damn it. God damn it. I don't know why that one didn't fucking play that time. Yeah. What's going on? Not much. How you doing, man? Fucking none of your business. All right. Well, fine. Sorry for asking. The fucking the season finale. Have you watched one of the Righteous Gemstones? No, I haven't. You, so good. you tell me all the episodes. So I'm good. I'll tell you all the shit. Yeah. There's so much shit you haven't fucking seen. There's so much shit I leave out. I don't fucking spoil shit. Oh. All right, now I gotta uh, start watching it. I thought I was did, uh, getting like full recaps. They showed Amy Lee dying the mom at the beginning of this episode. It was an hour. It was great. They showed uh, a whole bunch of shit. And then uh, everything wrapped up amazingly, so I'm, like, gonna be surprised what they do next season. Like, because everything, like, was, like, good. Everything was, like, they were all, like, all their problems were gone, so I don't oh, know. Oh, okay. And, like, they were all pretty fucking, like, decent, too, at the end of it, so. Cool. I, I can't wait to see what fucked up shit's gonna happen next season. I think the 2020, they're gonna be fucking starting it. Uh, I got some clips. I got Amy Lee when she died. That was fucking hilarious. Hilarious. I got Eli laying down the law. And then I got one I just called The NeverEnding Story. I think it's uh, even your butthole, sis. So uh, I guess I'll play Amy dying first. It was like sad and fucking hilarious at the same time. Just like fucking flatlining or some shit. It shouldn't be funny, right? I love you, sweetheart. No, no, no. <laughs> I'll give you folks some time. We have to pray. Come, pull it together, join hands. She's now in your heavenly hands, oh Lord. We sure did love having her here with us. So we celebrate. Landing and like swarming around. Celebrate her passing, knowing that she is in a better son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Get it. Get it. Get it. So he like landed on someone's computer. He just starts smashing it and shit. <laughs> so you all just start like tearing apart the hospital room while like nurses and orderlies are watching. <laughs> And it's not even that they're like upset, they're just afraid of the bee. No, they're upset. They're taking it out of the fucking bee. Why? <laughs> so good. So good. <laughs> and then Eli laying down a lot because they fucking ratted him out. Oh, fucking okay. Kelvin and Judy ratting him out for all the fucking, like, uh, being blackmailed and shit. Uh, so, yeah, so he's fucking got them all out. But anything else you want to tell me about this dead fellow and you? And before you make up any more lies, Judy and Kelvin have already told me everything. Damn snitches. Jesse, I'm in a very emotionally distraught place, and I needed to be honest with Daddy. Not with the lies, Jesse. 
Why didn't you tell me you were being blackmailed? Well, I was too ashamed, Daddy, okay? I don't give a shit. This could have gotten far worse. Look, the only reason why I even attempted to attack Johnny Seasons was mainly because how much of an asshole he was treating you. You attacked Johnny Seasons. We didn't tell, yeah, we didn't tell him that part. <laughs> shit. The Seasons have stolen the truth. He's oh my God, Jesse, I threw a potato through the man's window. Daddy, I told him not to do it. I, I pleaded with him. And what does this say about you, Kelvin? Not enough spine to stand up to what you know is wrong? You're as guilty as your brother. No. -uh. Yeah. Couple fucking animals, Daddy. Judy, you stole money from the church. You know, you're not a fucking animal, too. Judy did what? So can't tell him that part either, you fucker. What money, Judy? Judy's been skimming for years, socking away cash to fund her escape plan where she can get the fuck out of here and away from all of us. Okay, I did do that, but I did not go through with it. Daddy, I changed my mind on it. You know what? Y'all are hereby fired. What? You don't know how lucky you are. You don't appreciate it. Any of it. You kids have broken my heart. Daddy, well, can we still live in our houses? Well, wherever you want, Judy. I could care less. I mean, but, like, are you going to pay for it? It's, like, painfully hilarious. Yeah. So good. So awkward. Wow, great, y'all. Wait until the truth and get us all in trouble. Little tattletales. Just told him the stuff I did. Yeah, the stuff that got, got us gone. in all this trouble in the Here first place. Here he comes. Place. He's going to run us over. Which way is he? This way. He's going to... He's gonna go that way. Okay. <laughs> they did worse. They did worse than me, Daddy. <laughs> and I got, I got this because this is when the, was it Kelvin? He starts going like dark and shit. He, he transforms. He becomes like a Satan worshiper for a little bit in this episode. But this is when they're all just chilling at his house, like after, after they've all like lost their jobs and shit, and they're all fucking depressed and shit, watching the never-ending story. And Kelvin just starts bugging out hard. <laughs> Mm -hmm. <laughs> What's crazy? <laughs> Are you crying? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just emotions are all over the place. I feel like I'm coming unhinged. Yeah, well, join the club. We all got our emotional issues right now. Damn, Amber's trying to get me to go to Haiti to bring Gideon home. There go to Haiti, Linda. Uh, Haiti has a lot of tough characters for your information. Who? Wyclef Jean is from there. <laughs> Fucking gone till November. Besides, she ain't even apologized for shooting me in the asshole yet. Just messed up. Oh, poor you. You got no feature in the church. And nobody cares what you think. Welcome to my world, you fucking babies. I'm in emotional turmoil, dealing with some very painful questions about myself. Oh, for real? I know that it sounds crazy, but I always felt like maybe, who knows, maybe I am him. Who? Jesus. Jesus? <laughs> I mean, we both care about people the same way. People like us, they want to follow us. He didn't date much, didn't have the urge or the need to. I mean, that's me for days, Jesse. <laughs> I mean, you might not be Jeep. I know that you are not Jesus Christ, but that don't mean you're still not a decent man. I don't want to be a decent man, Jesse. I want to be Jesus. Ooh. I'm also hearing another voice, and he whispers to me, and he says things like, if you can't be him, 
Then maybe you can be me. <laughs> wow. Wait, what? <laughs> Who's that one? Satan, I think. I'm just one of many righteous men in this family. Perhaps I'd be more special if I were the dark lord of the group. Kelvin, you sound thirsty as fuck. You need to go lie down, boy. Get some night-nights. Dude, I'm so tired. I'm sorry. I feel like such an idiot. I just, I miss Mama so much. She always knew how to make me feel special and to tell me everything's gonna be okay. Yeah, we all could use that now, Kelvin. I miss Mama too. Me too. But we don't got Mama no more. So it needs to be enough when we just tell you that it's gonna be okay and things are cool. You're cool, Kevin. Cool. Everything's, Everything's gonna, be, gonna okay. be okay. You'll get everything figured out. You'll get everything figured out. You're not out. Jesus. You're not Jesus. You don't have to be a devil person either. I did you. Now y'all do me. <laughs> cool, Jesse. You're cool. Maybe your family will come out. You will learn to be a good dad. It might take a few years. Thank you. That made me feel better. Y'all do me. You're gonna meet other cool. other guys, You're other have a lot of other boyfriends. How many will I get, Jesse? Boyfriends? Well, no, I like you know, 10, 15 dudes. Will they also go down on my butthole? <laughs> what? Even on your butthole, sis. <laughs> Even on your butthole. That's nice. Butthole, sis. That's nice, she says. <laughs> <laughs> They're a fucking mess. They're a fucking mess. Now we're not on Facebook. Anymore. Yeah, I think I got a loose wire or something out of nowhere. Give me a Spot. second. Well, you should have fixed it during that. Jesus fucking Christ. I was listening to it. Fuck, you could have listened and fucking fixed it. Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, I did see, I saw The Walking Dead. It was really good. It was uh, a flashback episode of uh, Alpha and Beta first meeting. <clears throat> um, What the fuck? Yeah, it showed when they first met, like, her and Lydia were fucking, like, leaving a fucking herd, trying to get away. And uh, they ran into this building. It was like an asylum. It's like a fucking mental asylum where fucking Beta was fucking staying. It's right. fucking badass. And he let them stay there, and, and then it kept flashing. It kept flashing from that, like, time to, like, present day. And there's, like, one of the bitches that they made leave a baby in the fucking field last season. I think the the, the deaf bitch or something from, like, Hilltop or whatever the fuck it is fucking grabbed the baby. So the bitch keeps bugging out. The, the bitch keeps fucking, like, going crazy, I think, uh, while they're out. And, and the, uh, Beta wants to kill her. But uh, Alpha, like, gives her a chance. Because I guess she misses Lydia. It shows that side, too. Like, she misses Lydia. And, like, uh, so she gives her a chance. And then they're out again, I think, with the zombies. And the bitch just bugs out again. Jumps on, like, Alpha's back and starts screaming and shit. Oh. So uh, the, the girl's sister, like, killed her. And then Alpha uh, made her, like, uh, Gamma, I think it was. She, like, gave her a fucking title. But Beta was fucking pissed about that. Beta was not down with that. He was not there for the fucking, like, ceremony and shit. And he was fucking all, all sorts pissed. But uh, it was cool because that episode led to the end of the other episode where, like, Alpha and uh, Carol were, like, just staring each other down. Oh, okay, so, right. So, like, next episode is going to, like, I guess, connect all that shit. Like, it's going to be whatever after, whatever happens after that. But the fucking, like, uh, Whisperers, like, uh, fucking flashbacks are great. They had the one last, last season, two where it showed where she first, like, went crazy and, like, I think killed her husband or some shit like that. It's just total mental illness, like, the way she was raising the kid, too, like... At one point, she told Lydia, I think it was like, if you don't get stronger or some shit, I'm just going to leave you. Leave you out there with the zombies or some shit. It's fucked up. Fucked up. And then uh, it showed out Beta got his mask. It wasn't oh, from really? a zombie. Like, his original mask, and he still wears it, is from, like, his best friend. 
who was like dying. I don't know what he was dying from in that asylum, but he skinned his like friends like a wow. like yeah, that's wears fucking weird. Yeah. Fucking sick. So he killed his friend pretty much because he wasn't. You said he wasn't. I don't know. His friend was... was dying. His friend was dying. I don't know okay. if he was bit and changing or what, but yeah, like fucking somehow like that happened. It was great too because like there was one scene where like uh, Alpha's like fucking ripping open a zombie because they killed a whole bunch in the asylum and uh, she's just ripping his guts out and like smeared it all over and he just goes, well, you're different. Like it was the funniest fucking line and he's crazy. He's batshit crazy. Okay. But uh, yeah, that, that was cool. That was cool showing how they met and, and all that shit. And then El Camino was fucking great. The fucking, oh my God, uh, I loved it. Uh, Breaking Bad movie. Yeah. Uh, I loved uh, I loved Badger and fucking uh, Skinny Pete in the beginning. Yep. That was great. Uh, it picked up right after Breaking Bad, so that was cool. Right after it ended, the the Jesse's flashbacks are fucking crazy with like get, getting tortured. Todd was just a, I a fucking, fucking hate creep. Todd. I hate. I forgot Todd, how how much yeah. of a creep he was, it was man. Because like, somebody asked like what characters were in it, and I named a few, and I was like, it's just too much Todd. There's too, like, <laughs> too much Todd. I felt yeah, the same way. Too much Todd, and it was, it was good. Oh the movie God. was great, but Todd's just fucking oh, shit. He's, yeah. This is the end. The vacuum guy was sick. That the vacuum guy was in a. The one with the raspy voice, the one he that the, they had the, the standoff, the duel or whatever the fuck it was, the where they were like, where Jesse was like in in the standoff with him with the gun. Okay, yeah, that wasn't the vacuum guy, but I know who that oh, was. No, that no, was no, the, the the welding guy. guy. That was the uh, welding guy. Yeah, yeah, but that guy was also in Righteous Gemstones. Oh, okay, awesome. That was the guy that was blackmailing uh, Jesse. So, okay, yeah, dude, I love that scene. The that vacuum duel... guy was a dick, though. The vacuum guy. Was I love the the vacuum guy, but, man. I liked him. Nah, he's just too fucking much of a dick. Too much of a dick. But yeah, the candy welding guy, and yeah, that scene, the shootout. Okay. The duel ah, was that, amazing. Oh my god! Fuck... Just out of I'm... nowhere, too. He was just like, "We're just gonna fucking duel. Let me see if you're gone. I love be mine. What Jesse did to his parents, too. Even though it was dirty, I thought he was just gonna steal money from them. But he, yeah. whatever. No spoilers. But yeah, no, it was great. It was great. The RV flashback at the end was great. I didn't know if that fucking was like really happening or not but then they showed it was like a flashback with fucking heisenberg uh what the fuck else what the fuck else uh oh yeah who'd he send that letter to like i paused it and saw the name on it it was the, 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 the little boy it was the brother right it was the little boy the that uh girl he was dating oh, at the end that um her son. uh todd killed yeah that was her son, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know if he was sending it to his little brother, but yeah, I wrote the name down. It was Brock Cantrillo, because I paused it and fucking made sure I got that shit. But yeah. Yeah, because he sent the vacuum guy, he gave a letter to deliver, and that was who, yeah. who it was yeah. to. Who it was to. So that was good. That was good. And the, yeah, the writer just said it, and you messaged me too. The vacuum guy died. Yeah. Uh, Robert Craighead had a picture on his Facebook, like being with that actor. They did something oh, together, wow. and it was just like, fuck, and he, how, how much Robert Craighead loved him, and yeah, he just died this past weekend. Right? Apparently, it was, it was the day, day it, w it was the day the movie was released on Netflix, that day he passed. Did you watch the, the, the fucking debates? No. <laughs> no, me neither. Okay, I, I didn't even know there were debates. <laughs> the uh, primary, or whatever the fuck they are, I don't uh, know, it's for the, the Democrats, like, running, it was just, I asked Ryder how it was, she said, boring, she just drank wine. What I did Slambo do? Stand. Was he in there? I don't know. <laughs> Don't you keep in touch with him? No, I don't. I Why just, not? I assumed he was, like, running in the debates or yeah, something. Yeah, I don't even like, uh, even when they're the presidential fucking debates are. I don't give a shit. I don't even yeah. give a shit. You could have a fucking, you could have a dead dog running against Donald Trump. I vote for it. Shit, look at the, <laughs> the dog. Look at the video. Look what he just said. The guy's a dumb, as dumb as a Is fucking that the tweet here? box of dicks. Uh, go up. I don't know if that's it. Yeah, 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 play that video. This is him saying the U.S. and, and uh, Italy have been comrades since ancient Rome. What? Listen how stupid this guy is. All right, let me. 
The United States and Italy are bound together by a shared cultural and political heritage dating back thousands of years oh, the US is only to ancient around. Rome. <laughs> Over the centuries, the uh, Italian people like, what, 300 years? have what blessed our civilization yeah, with magnificent works of art, friends with science, philosophy, science. architecture, and music. On Monday, we pay tribute to the Italian explorer who led a voyage of discovery <laughs> to the New World. A gentleman known as Christopher Columbus. Okay. And to me, it will always be called Columbus Day. Who isn't it called Columbus Day to? <laughs> I think to everybody. Don't like that. I do. Well, yeah, a, that, I understand that. Yeah. But to everybody, I think it's still Columbus Day. Like, yeah, we still land and whatever, blah, blah, blah. But, yeah, he's a moron. But we have not had ties to Italy since ancient Rome, no. you asshole. You are dumb. <laughs> we weren't around that long. You're dumb as fuck and you run the country. Even I know that. I'm all fucking shit. stupid. Yeah. Like, come on. This fucking idiot knows that. <laughs> God damn it. God damn it, you fucking dummy. Holy God, Christ, I hate Trump. <laughs> I don't know. Slam is the only person I know that likes Trump because I, I have a lot of friends that are like, they lean like right wing and they're like, nah, Trump's That's a fucking even retard. Are, even if you are right wing, there's no way you could support this guy. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, right. said so we got to read the letter he wrote to the president of Turkey today. They released, I guess, a letter he, he wrote today. So we'll have to fucking look that up. Oh my god, that sounds amazing. That sounds amazing. Oh. <laughs> All right, I guess uh, it's almost break time. What, uh, don't you just hate the process of buying condoms, Slim? I do. The awkwardness, the judging looks, and even worse, running out of the worst time. Nothing screams, hey, look, everybody, I'm Slim. I'm planning to get laid. <laughs> or having that old lady stare you down like you're about to commit a crime. Well, the fact is, when you buy your condoms at the, at the grocery store, that's what happens, you asshole. Uh, you, it shouldn't be that hard. Uh, yeah, Mount Mojo. They have the fun way to buy condoms. Their premium Mount Mojo condom subscriptions let you tailor a discreet package that's fit to your lifestyle. You could pick up a month, a monthly or one-time subscription in six, uh, 12 or 24 packs delivered straight to your house. Monthly subscriptions get free shipping. Never deal with the awkward feeling again. They also have cool apparel like t-shirts and boxer shorts with pockets. Each comes with a ca uh, condom and a custom condom case. Check us out today at mtmojo.com. Use promo code RSMOJO and get 10% off apparel and swag. Get your mojo on. What are you doing? But they were typing something. Oh, no, I have it. I got the Trump letter. I just typed Trump letter, and it was the first thing that, that came up. Ryder also said it's, I guess this is it. It's Indigenous People's Day. Yeah, don't be a tough Instead guy. Instead of Columbus Day? I don't know. I don't fucking know. Yeah. Well, what is the letter? It just says, uh, don't be a fool. The letter reads, the president okay. uh, concluded by saying, I will call you, you later. I'll call you later, baby. <laughs> Shh, I'll call you later. Uh, let me see if we can. I I want to see the. There's like a video. There's a video there. It just says uh, President Donald Trump wrote Turkish President uh, Recep whatever Bicep, Bicep an extraordinary oh, letter warning him not to be a tough guy or a fool as his forces launched their attack on northern uh, Syria. A White House official confirmed it to NBC News. Dear Mr. President, the October 9th letter began, let's work out a good deal. You don't want to be responsible for slaughtering thousands of people, and I don't want to be responsible for destroying the Turkish economy, and I will. Um, yeah, Trump then, uh, reference to economic uh, sanctions his administration used on the country to push for the release of an American pastor who'd been locked up in Turkey, calling it a little sample. Of what could be in store. Ryder said she sent a link. She said you fucked it up. Uh, I fucked it up? Yeah. Oh. Uh, 
There's the whole letter There's right letter. there. Yeah. Dear Mr. President, let's work out a good deal. You don't want to be responsible for slaughtering thousands of people, and I don't want to be responsible for destroying the Turkish economy, and I will. I've already given you a little sample uh, with respect to Pastor Brunson. I have worked hard to solve some of your problems. Don't let the world down. You can make a great deal. General Mazlum is willing to negotiate with you, and he is willing to make concessions that that will uh that would have never been made in the past i am confidentially enclosing a copy of his of his letter to me just received history will look down upon you favorably if you do this or if you get this done the right and humane way it will mm. look upon you forever as a devil if good <laughs> things don't happen don't be a tough guy don't be a fool i will call you later Mwah. Sincerely, <laughs> a lot of scribbles. Yeah, I don't, that doesn't look like scribbles Trump at all. That looks like Amu da Dummy. Dummy. That's Dummy, right, at the end there. Amu Dummy. Amu Dummy. He can't even Fucking sign his own name. <laughs> piece of dog shit. Piece of dog shit. Oh, it says uh, at the top, go to, go. It's, uh, I guess, to His Excellency. Oh, His Excellency. That's how he... Uh, President of the Republic of Turkey. All right. I think it's All break time. Right. We'll yeah. be back. We'll be back in a few. Where's uh, my break shit? Let me go check that, too, because it's it's, it hasn't stopped once. Hi, uh, my name's Larry, and uh, I'm an Elvis impersonator on Chatterbait, and uh, this is the Robin Slim Show. Hi, this is Rhonda. I'm the cam girl who dresses like Paul Giamatti, and this is the Robin Slim Show. Now it's time for the Robin Slim Show. Two guys who've been kicked out of every Spencer's gift in the tri-state area. With Rob. Yeah, I never met a public library that I didn't beat off in. And Slim. The majority of my paycheck goes to phone sex. And that guy who you wish didn't say the thing that he just said. Well, um, you know, my 12-year-old girlfriend told me that I'm not allowed to say gypsies no more. Skadoosh. Hey guys, it's Ryder Doll. I know what you're thinking. With all the porn out there, who's looking for phone sex? Well, I'll tell you who. Tens of thousands of totally normal guys just like you, who felt lonely or, you know, in need of something different to get them off. So whether you're curious how to make me your hot little fuck toy for the night, or you're absolutely desperate to make me your girlfriend, check me out on RyderDoll.com. That's R-Y-D-E-R-D-O-L-L.com. Click the tab for deals and promotions. And just for hearing me on the Robin Slim Show, I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes to use in our first call. So what are you waiting for? Hit pause on the porn and visit me on RyderDoll.com. I can't wait to make you blow a huge load and to blow your fucking mind. <laughs> are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com, and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration, plus a free extra gift so sensual. 
we can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type ROB for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code ROB, R-O-B, ROB, at adamandeve.com. Hey, I'm Jack. And I'm Christina. And we're the hosts of the Just Conversation podcast. A show where we critically think and discuss all sorts of exciting topics. From the big pressing issues like artificial intelligence, space exploration, and government takeovers. To the small ones like pollution in Pokemon, time traveling cat people, and the portal we found in my backyard and we misinform all the time yeah it's great we're uncensored politically incorrect and childish catch us on itunes stitcher podbean and all your podcasting apps and remember to take nothing personal it's just conversation what is uh it's good yeah yep fucking just things yeah And now it's time for Driz Sings the Hits. Stetches, Shawn Mendes. I thought that I'd been hurt before, but no one's ever left me quite this sore. Your words cut deeper than a knife. Now I need someone to breathe me back to life. Got a feeling that I'm going under, but I know that I'll make it out alive. If I quit calling you my lover, move on. You watch me bleed until I can't breathe. I'm shaking, falling onto my knees. And now that I'm without your kisses, I'll be needing stitches. I'm tripping over myself, aching, begging you come home to help. And now that I'm without your kisses, I'll be needing stitches. Just like a moth drawn to a flame. Oh, you lured me in. I couldn't sense the pain. Your bitter heart, cold to the touch. Now I'm gonna reap what I sow. I'm left seeing red on my own. Got a feeling that I'm going under. But I know that I'll make it out alive. If I quit calling you my lover, move on. You watch me bleed until I can't breathe. I'm shaking, falling onto my knees. And now that I'm without your kisses, I'll be needing stitches. I'm tripping over myself, aching, begging you to come help. And now that I'm without your kisses, I'll be needing stitches. Needle and the thread, gotta get you out of my head. Needle and the thread, gonna wind up dead. Needle and the thread, Gotta get you out of my head. Needle and the thread. Gonna wind up dead. Needle and the thread. Gotta get you out of my head. Needle and the thread. Gonna wind up dead. Needle and the thread. Gotta get you out of my head. Get you out of my head. You watch me bleed until I can't breathe. I'm shaking, falling onto my knees, falling onto my knees. And now that I'm without your kisses, I'll be needing stitches. And I'll be needing stitches. I'm tripping over myself, 
aching, begging you to come help. Begging, baby, please. And now that I'm without your kisses, I'll be needing stitches. And now that I'm without your kisses, I'll be needing stitches. And now that I'm without your kisses, I'll be needing stitches. And now that I'm without your kisses, I'll be needing stitches. Yeah. <laughs> Ryder said that was too sad of a Drizzt. It was very sad. I, know, I like that. The wants to cut himself. You want the Drizzt to just cut himself? Yeah. <laughs> it's time for him to finally just kill himself. <laughs> then just, just for most things, not for too many rapes. Not for too many rapes with uh, everybody in it. It's got uh, at Flirt Rider Dolls. It's got at Spicoli TV. It's got at uh, Behind the Rants. It's got Juliet at Morning Neurosis from, uh, 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 what is it? Uh, the Unrightable Rants. The other, yep. It's got uh, Josh Ferguson. It's got the guys. It's got Pat Ryan from uh, uh, Terrific Specs Podcast. Who did that amazing fucking intro for us that I played last break. Last break. Where is it? You got it? I got it. Too many rapes. The future's so bright. Part three. Yeah. Where the fuck is it? I need it. Here we go. Uh, make sure I raise my volume. It's the fucking finale. I think we're going to cry last week. And fucking Greaser died. That was really sad, man. <laughs> I love Greaser. All right, He's here we big go. Big and furry. Where's, uh, where is it? Here we go. Cool. After arriving in the year 2079 and uncovering that they'd been cloned, Rape Force confronted the evil versions of themselves. The piece of shit future Fembot paralyzed them and in a show of force killed Greaser. They were carted off to the underground holding cells. Things looked pretty bleak indeed. After not heeding Doc's advice and attempting to travel back in time before they blew up the Earth to save it, Rape Force is now stuck jumping from year to year in hopes of finding the parts they need to fix their faulty particle accelerator and Kugelblitz. It's a race against time. No, it's a rape against time. They're time rapists. Too Many Rapes is filmed in front of a live studio audience. Frankie and the Fembot instantly started to communicate using the Fembot's telepathy upgrade. Captain, I'm picking up a ton of life form readings a few miles down the corridor across from us, but it's not soldiers. My cloaking device can hide us from the soldiers but not the rape bots, baby. Ugh, that's no sweat at all, little girl. I'll just shut them down using the original code I built into their AI. It's the number 69, 69 times. <laughs> You're a genius, Daddy. Let's go. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Where the fuck do you pricks think you're going? Uh, we're gonna go figure some shit out, other me. You fuckers just hang out here or something. Maybe you could take turns uh, raping Phantom Boner. 
Aye, aye, Captain. Captain, I have an idea. Why don't the two eunuchs do one of their shitty songs together? Yo, yo, yo! That's a great idea, older fembot. I just hope this backwoods version of me can keep up with me. Yeah. Yo, yo, yo. I hope you can keep up with me. Yeah. <laughs> Yo. Yo, this is the story of a man named Driz. He's the greatest in the world, and I'm going to tell you a little bit about his life, his journey, his evolution to the greatest man ever to live. There was this one time when he, meaning me, Stuck by fucking cock in an asshole. And you know what was in that asshole? Now you don't fucking know what's in that asshole because I haven't told you yet. There were a lot of fucking razor blades and it cut my dick off. And I was like, oh shit, now I don't got a dick. And I was depressed for a while because when you're a man like the Driz and you don't have a dick, you can't fucking put it anywhere. And what the fuck? What is the purpose of life if you can't put your dick in things? That's pretty fucked up. So you know what I did? I went. And I had a battle with God! Yeah, that's right, the fucking man on top, the guy above the clouds. I battled fucking God, the man that made you, your maker. I fucking battled him and won and got my dick back. Yeah, and then I put it in a lot of shit and all the things. More things than even you could imagine. Then, I got it cut off again by the fembot. Cause she's kinda better than me on my wedding day. God, that still really fucking hurts me. Yeah. Yeah. As Frankie and the Fimbot arrived in the room miles down the corridor, they saw thousands of clones of the Captain and Phantom Bona. Baby, these clones of you and Phantom Bona aren't done incubating yet. Can we kill them? Please? I'd love nothing more than to dance in their blood with you than fuck your brains out, sexy. But we really don't have time for a blood orgy right now. <laughs> How about we just take them with us uh, when we storm the Oval Office upstairs? We could do that, Captain. But their fighting skills are probably worse than Daxter's. And they're all naked. Uh, that's okay, doll. We'll just use them as human shields, plus a thousand of my cock flopping around as they run. Won't that look pretty sweet, don't you think, baby? Fuck. I might spring another leak seeing that, Captain. That's a great plan. Let's take these slimy, underdeveloped clones and regroup with the rest of the crew. Go, Team Rape Force! Frankie and the Fembot, accompanied by Slimy, naked clones made their way to the holding cell and broke the rest of the crew out. They ascended to the Oval Office and entered to find the clone version of Frankie fucking the clone Phantom Bona. 
What the fuck are you assholes doing back up here? Can I even rape someone and not be interrupted? Yo, 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 just finish up, Captain. We can deal with them after the money shot. Yeah. After Clone Frankie came, he called in soldiers who mowed down the other clones almost instantly with gunfire. Rape Force killed most of the soldiers in return when Clone Frankie spoke. I've seen enough, baby. Do your thing. I, I, Captain. <laughs> Yo, 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 do you fuckers have any last words? Yeah. Yo, yo, why didn't any of my clowns have dicks? Yeah. <laughs> you can't clone what isn't there to begin with, stupid. <laughs> Guess you're right. Yeah. Baby, do that thing we talked about before. Aye, aye, Captain. In a matter of seconds, the back wall of the Oval Office exploded as a nuclear missile with Greaser riding it crashed through. He jumped off right before it made impact with the clones, soldiers, and shitty Fembot. The other two Fembots projected energy fields, shielding both crews from the blast. When the smoke cleared, Phantom Bona smoke yo 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 i'm confused af i thought you died greaser <laughs> oh what you talking about dickless me been on ship hull mission jerking off and flinging poop then fembot sent me message to do thing i just did made you all think the monkey died with my sweet new hologram upgrade, bitches. Did you really think he couldn't be stunned because of his nasty fur? Yo, yo, yo. Well, that makes me happy. No one rapes me like Freezer. But Captain, what do we do about this other rape force? Do we kill him? Or ask him to come with us. <laughs> uh, fuck, Daxter. I'm exhausted from this bullshit mission, but I'll be a fucking gentleman and give them the choice. Do you cunts want to come with us, or do you want us to kill all of you? How about we return to our timeline, utter me? In exchange... I have some extra particle accelerator parts I can give you, cunts. Uh, you got yourself a deal, other me. Let's loot all the shit we can from this fucking place and get the fuck out of here. Maybe we'll see all you cunts sometime again in the future. Yo, yo, yo. Maybe 
If you're lucky, that's too many rapes. Yeah. Yeah. Go fucking shit. I'm fix surprised it. that Greaser is alive. I, I've been fixing them, man. Yeah, fix it. Don't fucking... I can't fix it now. Like but they've been... I haven't. Like, You're I did that like once. Live. Like No, live. Oh, like live? Yeah. <laughs> I can't do that. That's time travel. I don't have that ability. Why not? Because I'm not that special. Rape Force does. Yeah, but I'm not really a part of Rape Foot Force. Rape Foot? Rape Foot. Who's well, Rape I'm part of Rape Foot. <laughs> Foot. I joined them a while ago. Rape Foot. It's a sequel to Rape Force. factions going on. In... I wasn't supposed to tell you about those. Driz said, don't let him know until he finishes the series. Rape Foot. Is that ruled by Rape Foot? Does Rape Foot have like I'm not a allowed to tell you. Is he like a fucking, like, he's got peg leg, but it's like a dildo? <laughs> it might be. It's like a glass dildo that just taps. On the fucking wood floor of Rape Just Ford? don't fuck with rape hair. What's Rape Ford built out of? Is uh, it like pallets and shit? Tildos. <laughs> like, what else do you build a Rape Ford out of? It's just dildos. Well, wooden you, dildos. Are you attaching together? Oh, the yeah, it's wooden dildos. Yeah, you know them together. Oh, yeah, there are a lot of wooden dildos. Like a lot of fucking tapping. A lot of hammering. <laughs> Ugh, Jesus Christ, what the fuck are you eating, Driz? Yo, 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 Frankie. Where did you get this delicious gum? Yeah. Oh, you dumb motherfucker. Those are condoms, and now I have to order more. You'd know what they were if you weren't such a dumb fucking virgin. Yo, yo. Those were more like conned yums. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shut the fuck up and give me your credit card so I can order more at mountmojo.com right now. Mount Mojo subscriptions let you tailor discreet a package for your lifestyle, you fucking creep. You can set up monthly or one-time packages in 6, 12, or 24 packs and get it delivered straight to your house. Monthly subscriptions get free shipping. Never deal with that awkward feeling again. They have cool apparel like shirts and boxers. Each come with a condom and a custom condom case. Check them out today at mtmojo.com. Use promo code RS Mojo to get 10% off apparel and swag, not to be confused with Rape Fort out in the backyard, right back there, Driz. Yeah. Yo, yeah, yeah, Frankie, the one in your garbage tastes even better. Yeah. Rape Fort. Rape Fort sucks. I love Rape Fort. Of course you do, you built it. <laughs> it took a long time. All right. Took six seasons. <laughs> six seasons. I've been just like taking notes of six more like seasons, what am I gonna call it. rape note, R- rape bag? Like I just uh, and then what? finally I settled on rape fort. All right, it's probably time. We'll be back. <laughs> Fuck. This is Hollywood actor Steve Coulter, and I'm appearing with the delightful scumbags. 
uh, Robin Slim. Rob's the old one. Is Rob the old one? Yes. Yes. Rob's the old one. <laughs> <laughs> it's like 75. <laughs> How did you meet the boys? Did you just go by a school one day? I was, I was, at, the, I was at the bus stop. <laughs> we, we all met when me and Slambo were in seventh grade. I had a lot of candy, Steve. <laughs> he had Pokemon cards. Yeah. He, he learned us in. Did you have a puppy? Oh, I have a quick story. The box you. had three. Three puppies, but my dick was inside. Hey, it's Ryder, your favorite little phone sex doll. Let's get real for a moment. When was the last time you had a girl down on her knees worshiping your fucking perfect cock? Over on Night Flirt, my friends and I, we take really, really good care of you. We are real girls offering real connections over the phone and through personal messaging. We have it all. Whether you're looking for dirty talk, role plays, or even just a friend to talk to, call me. Don't worry. Your wife, your girlfriend, your friends, they're never going to find out. Nothing will ever show up on your phone bill, so you can be sure your dirty little secrets are safe with me. Sign up for nightflirt.com. And if you hit me up on Twitter at flirtriderdoll and let me know that you heard me on the Robin Slim Show... I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes for you to get a hold of the perfect little cocksucker of your dreams. The childhood home. A stroll down memory lane for some. For others, a window into the darkness of the past. Lost Hollow Constable Graham Gordon just walked through the door of his abandoned childhood home for the first time in 20 years. Now, he may never escape. From the mind of horror author Isaac Thorne comes a brand new novel of dark terror. The Gordon Place. Family means never having to say you're sorry. Available from IsaacThorne.com and retailers everywhere. Just so you know, this show is about scary stuff. So don't say I didn't warn you guys. And remember, don't be scared. Murderous Miners brings true tales of children who have killed. Premeditated murders, accidental killings and deaths, from toddlers to 18-year-old killers, no one is too young to take a life. Join me, War Baby, as I try to tell these stories of the young who've killed, the lives they took, and even the ones who've been left behind. Why do children kill? What do we do with young killers? And do they kill again? And until next time, don't be scared. Got Drizzle News. Drizzle News. Fuck is it? Uh, right here. Ah, uh, yeah, Florida. Of course. Fuck yeah. What else? Mass. I like mass. Okay, uh, mass. Construction. 
26, 21. Go down. Uh, yeah, Vancouver. It's international. Okay. Fucking shit, motherfucker. Florida, Mass, Vancouver. Yeah. There's a cat trying to get out. It's going to start crying and shit. Come on. Is it still raining out there? Barely. Oh, okay. Let's see if he's just like a... Just kick him. Kick him. Make him go out. <laughs> Jesus fuck. He honestly kicking the cat out was like a highly effective strategy. That fucking cat. I was just gonna start crying if I didn't open it and show it the outdoors and then it got scared of a raindrop. Holy fuck, where's the drizzle music? Drizzle news. Cool. Ready. Florida man arrested after allegedly forcing an alligator to drink beer. How do you do that, Chris? You just fucking shoved that bottle down well, the throat. Shut the fuck up and let me read so I can fucking explain how he did it. Mm. Two Florida men. It's Florida men. Two Florida men were arrested after allegedly catching an alligator and encouraging it to bite one of the man's arms while forcing it to drink. That's all the way to do it, right, Chris? That's right. You bite the Chris's arm, I'll pour the fucking beer down his throat. Yeah, Florida men better than Florida man. Fuck yeah, two men, mm. one alligator. Uh, they were charged with one count of unlawfully taking an alligator. That's unlawful. I don't know what it is lawful. Don't mm. alligators do what they want? That's you what I say. That alligator at least got to get a little crunk while it fucking bit a man. That's what mm. it does anyway in its natural habitat. It sounds like they treated it to a good night. According to a report, Kepke says Osborne caught the alligator at 10 p.m. on August 26th in Palm City. He apparently took the animal to the side of the road with his bare hands. So way to take an animal there, right, Driz? Yeah, fucking it. You just or gotta woman, pick up those gators. Are you taking the rape for it? <laughs> Don't laugh, it's not funny. I'm sure it's gonna come up in a court case one day. The same month, a complaint was received by our Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission about the incident, which they said that it was recorded on a video. Well, I want to mm-hmm. see the fucking video, Driz. Yeah, I don't got the video. I want to see bloody beer. Mm-hmm. It's alleged that uh, the video shows Kepke holding the alligator captive while tempting the animal to bite his right forearm for the win before pouring a beer into his mouth for the, for the win. That's a good gag, right, Driz? Yeah, they were like, yo, bite my arm. Look, bite my arm. Bite I'm not beer. Bite that arm mm-hmm. off beer. It's not clear what Kepke and Osborne are hoping to achieve by the video. Well, I think it is pretty clear, right, Driz? What else could they do? They were just trying to get the gator drunk. I got this extra on me, yeah. and I want to get, I want to share a beer with an alligator. <laughs> I want to do a new beer commercial. Kepke told police he was not drunk, but did have a couple of beers during the incident. So it's okay. I'm a little buffs. He was just sharing a beer with the alligator. The bear released the animal back into the wild, so he did nothing wrong, right, Tris? He's they a fucking it. badass. He just needs one beer, and he's like, yo, let's fucking drink with an alligator. They shared a beer and let it out. We'll let it go away. They didn't do nothing wrong, right? Yeah. You got a good point there, Tris. You got a good point. Oh, Those guys are kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> I like what those guys. <laughs> what fucking assholes. That thing, they're like, it's got to be I love that some dude, like, he picked up the alligator and just brought it to a street. He's like, I'll get you drunk. And then let him bite, let him bite him. He's a fucking champ. I hope they treated him at least for his fucking wound. Fucking assholes. Oh, God. Mess. Massachusetts, man! 
83 years young, arrested after allegedly beating a 76-year-old man to death in a nursing home. Nursing home fights for the win, Driz. Yeah, the 76-year-old man should have been stronger than the 83-year-old man, so fuck the 76-year-old man. Day, he deserved Driz. it. It's, uh, it's nursing home fight club. Dude. A Massachusetts nursing home resident has died from injuries, including a crust skull for the win from an alleged assault by a fellow resident. Believed to have been the man's roommate. That's a roommate gone wrong, I would say, right? That's what I'm saying. That's a roommate with big fucking hands. Have a bill, police. Said that uh, they arrived at the Oxford Rehabilitation and Health Center. Well, it wasn't too healthy that day. Shortly after 7.30 p.m. on a Saturday, following reports that a resident was being combative, a uh, 76-year-old man was found dead at the scene with injuries consistent with assault. Mm. Assault the funga. He fought the fight. He got assaulted oh, right in the, in the skull, right, Driz? Yeah. The victim, who has not been formally named yet, was transported to Holy Family Hospital and pronounced dead shortly at the time. But wouldn't God run the Holy Family Hospital? Well, that's right. You got to have some holy man pronounce you dead. Couldn't he fucking yeah. save the guy? Couldn't he bring him back to life? Is he really God? Yeah, he probably could have, but they were like, fuck there this guy. There is no God for the win. Essex County District Houston Attorney Spokeswoman Carrie Campbell confirmed there's no God. Jose Baguilla. <laughs> 83 years young. They thought they didn't name him. Now they named him. You <laughs> fucking Indian namers. 83 was arrested in connection with assault and also transported to Holy Name Hospital. Well, what did they do to him there? What they do? What did God do to him? They also, uh, he also underwent uh, medical evaluation. So he got a little hurt in the scuffle. He got a fucking championship belt. Yeah, by God. Although yeah. officials have not confirmed the two men's roommates. Yeah, you just said they were assholes. Skipper Russell. <laughs> Another resident said uh, they, they were they lived in the same room. That's roommates, right? Skipper knows. Skipper tells. Skipper tells all, and it's exclusive. Yeah. Speaking of the regards to the victim, he said he was good, old gentleman. He was a nice guy. Yeah. He didn't deserve what happened to him. Yeah, he fucking did. He was a pussy. Yeah. It's not clear yet what led to the incident, however. Some residents and family members have not shared the displeasure, so they're all pleasurable right now. They're all enjoying it, right, Tris? I know why the 76-year-old guy was like, yo, 83-year-old man, I can kick your ass, and he was like, boom, and fucking crushed his face. The 83-year-old man was like, fuck you, 67, 76, uh, Vancouver. Vancouver senior shooting. Man 80 is arrested after one killed and two injured. What are all these old fucks doing, Driz? Yeah, these fucking old men are trouble. Old men for the win. You don't fuck with an old guy. An 80-year-old man is accused of killing a male neighbor and wounding two women. That's all you do to women, right? You just yeah, that's right. Them. You, you fucking kill, kill the, the men and you just wound the woman. Fuck yeah, motherfucker. You got a good point there, Driz. It's in the Bible. It's an apartment building for seniors in Vancouver. Washington told detectives... He had, uh, this is not Washington, that's, that's in Canada. Where the fuck are we? Uh, he had a feud with other men, and he couldn't deal it anymore. He couldn't take it anymore. According to court documents, that's in a court record. I couldn't take it anymore, right, Chris? That's some real shit. That's all you gotta say. You get away with that, right? That's all I'm saying. One of the women who was shot was 44 years old. She wasn't that old, right, Chris? Nah, she was like a young lady. She could take a shot. Yeah. Ronna yeah. Algaris was her name, and she told police she was sitting in a lobby at the high-risk apartment building. Well, that's where you went wrong there, bitch. And the other victims were Robert Bob Breck. He came in and he began screaming at Dean Tunsell, 75, according to police, a declaration filed by the officer that arrested Breck. Garris, the caretaker, told police that Breck said Tunsell was lying about knowing her. What the fuck did he lie about, Driz? He shot her. You only shoot people you know, right? I thought I'm fine. In the probable cause declaration, police say Breck was interviewed by Clark County de- detectives 
and uh, told him he wanted a lawyer. He did the right thing, right, Chris? Yeah. I ain't speaking without my lawyer. I'll, I'll shoot first and talk to my lawyer later. Yeah. Second later. Reminded that he asked for an attorney. He uh, said he shot Tunsil due to an ongoing feud and couldn't take it anymore for the win. That's why he fucking died. I couldn't take that shit anymore. I thought you fucking end conflicts. You fucking arguing about politics and shit? You just shoot the other guy. His attorney said he has no comment. Is that him or his attorney? Who has no comment? As a tardy, his attorney is like, I don't know why I fucking signed up for that no fucker. No comment, this guy yeah. killed somebody. <laughs> uh, we'll all be there in court one day and we'll figure it out then, right? Yeah. So I can pay the big bucks for He's being held without bail. A bail hearing will be held Tuesday. And then we'll figure it all out then. Yeah. He's accused of one count of first degree murder and two counts of attempted murder for the win. We're going to figure this shit out in court with my tiny rape fort. Yeah. That's not what the story said, you fucking dumbass. <laughs> what else is next? Just do the last three in, in Celebrity. Last Go three, down. so that's... Go, uh, this guy, no, this guy... Oh, there's okay. more. Refresh it. I, I put, like, more stories uh, in here today. Where the fuck are they? Fuck. Facebook being fucking shitty No, today. you being shitty. Me being shitty today. Fucking refresh. I don't control the internet. I yeah, wish you I did. Slim Celebrity uh, News. Go down. Go down. Yeah. You didn't refresh it, a-hole. No, it should have been there, though. I don't know. Uh, hundreds. Yeah, hundreds. Kim. Go hundreds. Did you hundreds. click it? Yeah, I was just looking at the use of the last three. Kim, so and, Kim ASAP. and ASAP. Where's right. the intro? Uh, what is it? This? Yeah. This is Slim Celebrity Gossip and News. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> what are you laughing at? Nothing. What's going on, guys? This is Slim, and I have some celebrity news and gossip for you tonight. Some NASCAR Hall of Fame. Hundreds of birds crash into building, kill themselves. What are they suicidal for? <laughs> suicidal birds. Why is this NASCAR Hundreds Hall of Fame? Of they're why just are, like... Why are, why are they protesting NASCAR? They're like, we're just That's tired of racing. Birds oh, my God. Outside the Nashville. Or what is the NASCAR Hall of Fame? <laughs> Nasty. Hundreds of birds launched themselves into the side of the NASCAR Hall of Fame on Tuesday night, killing themselves. Birds could at least get a piece, at least set one on fire with gasoline. Right? Like this fucking bird all the way back here. Like he hit it hard because he hit oh, all the way up there and flew all the hard. way back. He's a fucking he's <laughs> the real hero. He's like I'm gonna be as fast as that. One fucking NASCAR we're racer. Show them when um, this wall yeah, we're show them why NASCAR's evil. Hundreds of birds. I read that a woman in Uptown Charlotte, North Carolina, filmed the chaos, saying for over, over an, an hour, hour there was just birds. <laughs> what the fuck what kind of witchcraft fuck? is this? That's fucking. That's what? Climate change. They thought they were flying for the winter. NASCAR tricked them. They got a, they got climate control in NASCAR. Sounds like a slim spiracy. Birds continue to kill themselves by running into the building's windows. What a weird... Look at that sick close-up of a bird. Oh, my God. I don't know. There's just angry there's birds. There's videos I think a, and all kinds pen. of shit. They're in a pen getting ready. Like, they, they would have got <laughs> out, but they, they're in a, a fucking zoo. Those stupid birds. Uh, according to the uh, Carolina Water Flow Rescue... Fowl. Rescue. Uh, uh, 310 birds... 
310 birds total were found Toto. at the scene. <laughs> with 97 dead. All right, so some of the birds lived. Oh, That's a pretty good percentage. So they treated like, some of the birds? Yeah, on arrival, and uh, another uh, nine needing to be euthanized once they got to the shelter. <laughs> oh, I feel like birds were just uh, like, let's all just slam in. This is like a population control think, for birds. No, they I were like, it's like a dare. It's like it's, it's like, like, a, a, it's dare. like a initiation, like <laughs> yeah. into the bird gang. Bird initiation. It's strong enough to be in the bird apocalypse. That's a pretty good like percentage, right? So only a hundred out of three hundred ten of them died, and like, oh nine, yeah, yeah. I only nine lived, but yeah, it's. Good. Yeah, good no, 300 uh, birds, uh, 310 yeah. birds total were found at the scene with 97 dead on arrival and so a, other nine needing to be used. These, birds. these, I birds, are these birds are crazy. These birds they <laughs> fucking acting a fool. That's they're going to run they into like a WWF building next. Like, these birds don't normally travel at night, so that's why the fucking dumbasses tried flying at night. And mm. there's an old bitch in Paris. <laughs> fucking what's that old bitch doing? Fuck her. Get out of here, Betty White. <laughs> You don't fucking deserve that sweet parrot on your Look at that tongue. lady behind her is plotting some shit. Dude, I think she's, she's the witch she's that like, controlled the birds. Fucking kill this old it's like the parrots are parrot. next. I'm the parrot whisperer. <laughs> parrot whisperer. Kim Jong-un. Jong. Kim Jong-un. Young. Young. Jung. Quick. The wisdom is coming. What? Like epic in his face ride, or his ass? Epic ride to Holy ass. Mountain. Oh Look my God. Him. Pony pics. Wait, I got to show everybody this. This Look is amazing. Him. This is the best picture He's ever. He's got a pony. He, King Jong Un got a oh pony. Oh my God. He looks furious. <laughs> he looks scared. He looks really scared on that. That's a very majestic pony, yes. right? Like he looks just out of place on the pony. The pony like he fits in with the scenery and so stuff. So scared. I, I feel like the pony Look is at kidnapping. His legs. They don't King even come, to come down all the way to the horse's stomach. No. He's a fucking piece of shit. He's Kim Jong Un. Un. Um. Un. Uh, might be on the verge of some major policy shifts because he just. Paul reeved his ass to a snowy, a snowy mountain, snowy, where he traditionally uh, likes to sit and think. That's good. That's good. You got to think about shit. That's it. On yeah, on the mountain. mountain. It's the only time you can think uh, properly. Uh, The supreme leader uh, dictator releases some interesting photos this week, showing himself galloping on a gorgeous white stallion through the snowy grounds surrounding. Uh, Pikachu Mountain, an active snowcano, snowcano, strut, strutto volcano, strut, strutto volcano, strutcano on the Chinese. What's a strutcano? Why do we have snowcanos? I want a snowcano. It just shoots snow everywhere. That's fucking awesome. I want to go there. Um, the mountain is said to be a scarce gateway. Sacred, sacred uh, gateway with tons of symbolism and mythical history to a lot of Koreans. Is he trying to go to another dimension? Ghosts. I think so. Koreans, like dead Koreans. For this guy specific, for this guy specifically, Putin on a fucking mule. I guess Putin's been there too. That's with Um, cataract glasses, though. I think that's (laughs) his own country. I think Putin. Maybe Putin's jealous and he's just doing it. To show off his man uh, Kim has previously visited uh, Pikachu uh, before uh, major decisions oh, for his country. Oh, you always gotta go see Pikachu. Uh, so be, okay, no. before he like changes the world, he's gotta like I gotta go to Pikachu and make sure this shit is right. Pikachu mounts. Yeah. So a recent visit could mean he's up to something. Oh, he's world oh, changing again. He's, trying to he's changing. 
the world. Who are these people? Are these just all people on horses? horses? <laughs> of course, of course. The Other horseback outing horses. is uh, hilarious. It's similar to Russian President Vladimir Putin's ride through the mountains of Siberia in 2009 when he famously <laughs> went shirtless. Well, June should have did it shirtless too. I want to see yeah. his fucking tits flop. At least like Putin, like yeah, he looks like yeah, he's more, got more in control. And Does actually, he? he no, he just no, looks lost. Sad mule. He just. <laughs> June looks awesome on that fucking magnificent fucking steed. Yeah, yeah you're right. He can yeah. fucking Putin's ass. Putin just looks like he's like, how did I get here? <laughs> All right. Go to um, the next story. But yeah, no, he wasn't supposed to have no short shirt. He said, "Asap should have had no shorts." Yes. A a money app. Asap Rocky uh, tells Angie uh, Martinez, "I'm a sex addict." Is that a problem? Like, I, I don't think so. Um, ASAP Rocky says he's a sex addict and has been since junior high school. Those are his exact words. Seriously, there's this much is, more you worse shit you could be addicted yeah, to. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. He's ASAP. just like, fuck, I don't do drugs. I'm not, like, addicted to... Like, like, yeah, like, <laughs> fuck you. You're just bragging. You're being braggadocious now, ASAP. Fucking cheers. Love cheers ASAP. to ASAP. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the rapper opened up uh, to New York City host and uh, Power 105.1 DJ Angie Martinez on her show. Untold stories of hip-hop and revealed the bombshell. That's not a bombshell. Really not, a bombshell. I'm not Im- impressed. If you were like um, fucking snorting meth and fucking... Yeah. Banging fat guys, that'd be a That's story. If he was just like, I'm addicted to cock, and not just one cock, but tons but of cock. 12, slap <laughs> me in my fucking grill at the same time. Yes. Maybe. Maybe you'd be breaking Yeah. Something. But just, I like to fuck a bunch I of know, bitches. I fuck a lot. That's all it is. It's yeah. like, I'm a sex addict. I fuck a lot of girls. Yeah. He just like, he, he like listens. People saying you're a porn addict. Like, really? Yeah. Like, what else are you going to jerk to? Just the fucking wall? Like, fuck you. Fuck you. It, it's almost like realizing, like, oh, problems. people are really into into like alcoholic stories and like heroin addicts and I like need, what do I have? I, I need, need my something. Own fucking trial for yeah. to, to fucking to root me on or fucking whatever. It's no secret, of course it's not. Um, ASAP's have been obsessed with orgies for yeah. a long time. Yeah, he talks about it a lot, life, but this is the first time he's gone so far to say he's an addict. Well, I think if you can't stop fucking at orgies, you probably are, but it's probably the you, you like it's what else? What's good? It's good. I, it's the you, best way to. Fuck I, I almost think this might have been like spite. I almost feel like like a producer or somebody pulled ASAP aside and, the, and were like, know. dude, you gotta have something I real traumatic, like I think he a- just addiction. Did too many or... drugs before this interview. He's <laughs> I like, oh, yeah. this shit. I fucking <laughs> did all that these. meth. Yeah, and cocaine. He's he addicted just did to a lot of shit. It's like I yeah. do a lot of sex. But sex is the problem. Rocky said he has. He was always a horny kid. Yeah, especially as a kid, Who you're wasn't? always horny. Um, Angie presses him. Oh, she was like, oh, a horny kid. I've never heard this before. What Ooh. else can you tell me? ASAP. Am I rape for it? <laughs> That's it, right? The Driz had a rape for it. That's better than fucking ASAP. Rapper. Uh, he's- Talk about his thirst for women. He oh my god, story. this is pathetic. He needed a hundred thousand dollar bed just to fuck. Yeah, well, that's really not. Yeah, okay. Yeah. There's again, there's much worse. You didn't kill anybody. You didn't fucking do drugs. You didn't sell drugs. 
He added that his first orgy came at 13. Well, I guess he came at that orgy at 13, huh? I love that because I have a lot of orgies at my house with some very close female companions. Oh, no, guys. Why can't you have guys fucking the bitches too? He's just not revealing that way. He's waiting That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I photographed and documented many of them, and they're all already on the internet, but I'm telling you here as an exclusive, uh, the women that I'm around are into that free spirited shit, shit like, like me. me. That should be a new song. That should be a new song for ASAP. <laughs> free spirited shit like ASAP. He added uh, that his first orgy came at 13. It's no wonder why he once said threesomes are normal to him. Oof. Oh, whatever. All right. Fuck you and your story, Driz. Son, whatever you are. Yeah. <laughs> we'll I'm a little bit of both. We'll be back with uh, Monty Gear. I can't wait. I can't love wait Monty. To fucking catch up with Monty. Where is this? Here we go. I actually got to be honest, <laughs> and I- I'm probably going to sound really dumb for this, but I don't even know what timeshare is. You're getting a timeshare then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sign you up. Oh, <laughs> All right. I know a guy. <laughs> <laughs> Good old timeshare slim over there. <laughs> yeah. What do you want? You want to go to Cabo? I got a place in Cabo. 2500 a year. That sounds good. <laughs> sign him up. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute Absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-277-6322. 800-277-6322. 800-277-6322. That's 800-277-6322. Ben, why should anybody listen to Blockbuster Mentality? I mean, seriously, why should any of these people that we've interrupted while they're listening to their favorite podcast check us out or even turn off this show and go straight to our show? That's a great question, Dave. People should listen to us because we point out the most important details of movies and television. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about the really important stuff like Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru in Star Wars. What exactly are their living quarters underground? But it's not just that, Ben. We produce high quality audio that is exactly right Dave because we will have my daughter interrupt us on every single episode <laughs> and we have an amazing stars in popcorn rating system we measure on quality and entertainment value listen to blockbuster mentality every Monday on all major podcast platforms and connect with us on Twitter at blockbustercast. so grab some popcorn grab some snacks we'll catch you guys at the movies hey uh, Monty what up? What's up, Montagir? Robin Slim Show calling you, brother. How you guys doing? Good. All good. right, man. We're live right now. How are you, my friend? Awesome. I am great. I'm on my roof to get some service right now. Oh, sometimes you just got to climb the roof. How, is that how it is out in L.A.? <laughs> yeah. Super unsafe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my life. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. I see you've been busy, though, dude. You've, you've been doing a lot. I see... Uh, well, you were on a tour with uh, RJ, RJ Mini, correct? 
Yeah, yeah, we were doing a college tour, and now uh, we might do it some more. I'm going to something called NACA, which is for uh, National Association for Campus Activities. So, like, a big event where it's like we uh, basically sell ourselves to college kids Ooh. in a non-sexual way. I so was going to say, that, that sounds like kind of saucy. Or so. <laughs> so you sell them in a non-sexual way. You said so. Like, what do they do when they buy you? They they own you for like a day. <laughs> no, it's it's like just like we go to like booth and they were showing them, you know, the 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 tour that we're doing oh. about like talking about like you know pursuing your dreams and overcoming uh, hardships and stuff. It's like this big uh, convention center, and they uh, wander around and talk to different people to see who they want to come to their school. If they have enough money, does it get sexual? Maybe, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I mean, I, I like that that you and RJ yeah. Mitty are doing like motivational speeches and stuff. But I think you should offer more money for people to own you for like a day. <laughs> like you'd be like, yeah, like, I was like, watch right? my bitches, <laughs> Monty, <laughs> fetch me a beer, yeah. Monty. Monty, brew me some coffee <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah, we just become their slaves. I threw up, Monty. <laughs> Ooh, and stuff. Fix this. <laughs> Climb my roof. And... <laughs> I love it. I love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man. What uh what uh you also have a series uh with him in it, correct? Yeah, it's uh it's mainly Nico and I. Nico's on Awkward with me and uh okay. Archie comes in in like two episodes. It's called yes. Productive. Yes. It's on uh it's on our Instagrams and like YouTube and stuff. Just at at Monty Gear is where mine is. Um and yeah, we're probably gonna start pitching around to like new media networks and stuff uh, pretty soon. But right now, yeah, we're just putting it out for free for everyone. Cool. That's what I was going to ask. I was going to ask if you were shopping it around, and I was going to ask who Nico was because he's, he's hilarious. And the premise is, like, you guys are, yeah. are like not roommates, but doesn't he just, like, crash and not leave in your apartment? Yeah, basically. <laughs> he says he's going to stay a night, and then he just stays forever. Yeah. So we kind of, like, push him onto the balcony. He just lives on the balcony. <laughs> and it gets into the antics of us just being together because we're a good, like, dynamic duo. Nice, nice. What? what and then uh, RJ, and then RJ later on, RJ's his friend, and then RJ comes in and like basically moves in too. I love. I, oh, RJ moves in too. That's great. I love the uh, yeah the trailer where uh, you guys not the trailer, but like it's just you guys talking about the series, and you guys are on the couch, and RJ's just like bag tagging the both of you. <laughs> it's yeah, yeah. He, he hits Nico in the ball like five times for real. <laughs> like, Nico leaves for like ten minutes because he has so much pain, and we keep shooting. <laughs> That's great. I, I love, like I said, I love the chemistry between you guys. Like, it's really cool. Really cool series. Yeah. Monty, we've been actually working on a, a similar series about uh, two roommates uh, who also live with, like, a corpse in a corner. Mm. It's called Corpse in a Corner. Corpse in a corner. <laughs> yeah. I, I do want to produce that. And uh, if you have any connections, definitely pass them on, bro. To some corpses, I could find I could find a body. It's LA. There's lots right. of bodies in the street. They're everywhere. They're in every dumpster. Every dumpster. We gotta get yeah. to LA. <laughs> I was gonna ask too, Monty. Did I win that three thousand dollars? Because uh, anytime you gotta get rid of a few thousand, I'm your guy. I'm your guy. Yeah, sure. I gotta go on more campus uh, tours and clean some more dorms to, to get some more money. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. Though. Uh, what was it? It was for productive, like. Anybody who uh, shared it or something, and a couple other things like you—you you were enrolled in—in—you could win three thousand dollars. Yeah, it was the premiere of the series, and then some guy in I think San Diego won or something. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, yeah, it was just right when we were launching the series, we were doing a little promo. We'll probably do some more giveaways and stuff in the future. 
uh, maybe have some companies and give away like an Xbox or something, but nothing planned yet. Cool, cool. What uh, do you do, you do stand up too, Monty? Because I saw a couple things. I think you shared. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm actually preparing for a big stand up tour in like uh, on December. Uh, I run so I run three shows a uh, month in LA, so I have lots of shows all the time in Los Angeles. But uh, I'm. Uh, let's see. I'm going to San Francisco December 16th. I have two shows, and December 17th. I have two shows in Portland, and then I have a. I'm doing a 45 minutes in Seattle. I have this whole theater rented out, and uh, I think it's almost sold out. Um, but yeah, if any of your viewers in Seattle, I have a cool show that's coming up there. And yeah, I do, I've done stand up for years. That's cool. What is your favorite uh, place to do it? I actually, um, I love Seattle. Uh, I'm, I'm from there originally, so like I always have a big fan base come out um, of people who like knew me for years ago um, or just um, are really just supportive. And like that, the whole vibe up there is. Uh, it's just really, uh, I mean, LA, there's so many shows and stuff that people like, they love the shows, but just like, you know, when you come to Seattle, no one ever sees any comedy. So they're so excited to come. And San Francisco's a lot of fun too. I love performing there in San Diego. I'll be at later this year too. Cool. Does anyone ever show up and be like, do call, do call from awkward. Like, yeah. Right. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> no, a lot, a lot of people show up because of awkward though, which is cool. That's what I was wondering. Um, like, but yeah, no screaming at me to say my line <laughs> do, from awkward. Do it a bit. Do do the season finale, the premiere of, of yeah, season do, three. <laughs> do the entire, yeah, episode 405. Do that monologue, Monty. <laughs> but uh, I was going to ask you too, um, when I was Googling you doing show prep, one of the uh, one of the first Google searches that comes up is, how old is Monty Gear? Are we allowed to know how old you Ooh. are? Or ask that? Nah. Okay. Whatever the internet says is true. I'll okay. trust why, that. Why are so many people so many curious people are, are to how old you are? Like, I love it. There's a lot of rumors out there. <laughs> it's a, so your age is a real mystery so to the world. So you have a gem that makes you look young, but you're really like you're really like a hundred, but you you just appear young because of a deal with a certain certain gemerald dealer. Yeah, I sold my soul to stay young forever. <laughs> I want that deal. I want that deal, Monty. What um, I want to ask too, uh, since we can't know how old you are, what is something that uh, the public doesn't know about Monty that you could tell us? Like, I don't know, guilty pleasure uh, as far as like a song goes on the radio or something. What's something that nobody knows about you that that we're gonna break right now? I mean, songs. I definitely like Old Town Road. I probably played like four thousand times the past, you know, five months or whatever since it came out. I love the Old Town Road. Uh, my, uh, my one buddy yeah. Tony hates it. He's like Tony Grant. He's like, I can't stand that song. I'm like, I love it. I don't <laughs> really? Know. I mean, it's, it's just a, it's such a simple song. It's not like complex or yes. like artistic. It's the most basic song possible. Yes, it's horrible, but it but is it's catchy. good. Yes, it's catchy and yeah. And then he did a remix that just was not. It wasn't as good as the original. I don't know. I yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. What, um, it, it, as far as your comedy goes, though, like, who are some of your favorite comedians, like, that you've loved growing up? I mean, I definitely, like, Dave Chappelle's great. His new cool. specials have been amazing. Uh, Michael Shea. Um, John Mulaney's probably one of my favorites. And Bill Burr. Bill Burr. Uh, so I kind of like the darker stuff, like Bill Burr's things. Uh, like, Anthony Jeselnik. Um, cool. Uh, Tom Segura, I'm a huge fan of. I saw him recently. Um, I've always been a big fan of him. Have you uh, gotten to perform with any of these guys? 
Not those guys. I've definitely performed with um, some gay people. I've seen Chappelle like at the comedy store. Um, That's cool. Uh, Chris D'Elia and stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, usually all of them are doing like stadiums now. Oh, or yeah. Chappelle just walks in and does a set. Yeah. That's true. What um what is the craziest thing you've seen go down doing stand up? I mean, definitely going to the comedy store and Chappelle just walking in before his specials. Uh, like uh, two years ago was cool because he oh. could, he's like the only comic who could like smoke in clubs, so he's always just lighting up a cigarette on stage wow. and smoking like inside, which like no one's like should be cool with when everyone's cool with it because it's Chappelle. Yeah. So are you we'll saying let it slide because it's Chappelle? That's awesome. Are you saying too like unannounced yeah. he'll just like walk yeah. into a random comedy club and yeah. just be like, yeah, I'm doing a show here today. This is my like, shit now. This is <laughs> yeah. my shit. He'll just walk into the comedy store and not even like wow. do uh, material. He'll just sit on a stool and like talk to people and just smoke cigarettes and then just like answer questions for like an hour that's and then leave. And it's like amazing. Wow, that is that's super cool. That's crazy. Does anyone get pissed off though? Where they're say. like, I was supposed to do a set. What? My, I was supposed to shine. Oh that. yeah, yeah. Comics get bumped all the time and can't perform. That's definitely <laughs> that's <laughs> and stuff. But you know, oh well. <laughs> that's the reality the reality of stand-up that's that's crazy though dude yeah did you see the new bill burr special though i, I loved his news oh, his yeah latest. paper tiger or whatever yes. yeah I, I just saw it and loved it i loved where like where he went with his with, with the with the the stand-up like it was a good it was a good fucking special really good yeah he had a whole arc on the like holding in his emotions stuff yes. was really cool yeah. Did you see that Slim? No, no, I have to. I've seen all his other specials. I haven't watched that one yet, though. Yeah, he's cool. Yeah, it's good. It just came out like a month ago or even less. I was going to say a couple of weeks. I want to say two or three, but yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Probably that. What, um, uh, do you, and Monty, you, I know you've wrote, you've written in the past. Do you still write for other shows? Yeah. So I used to, I used to do a lot of writing. I wrote, uh, I was a, Facts writer for Jimmy Fallon, and I uh, wrote some other stand-ups uh, material, like ghost or other stuff. Um, and now, now I'm just writing my own stuff. Like we, uh, RJ and I have a TV show we're trying to sell with Nico um, that we're pitching around. And I wrote another show with someone else, uh, a Brooklyn Nine-Nine writer, friend of mine. And and in this productive series, we're writing a bunch. So I'm I'm writing my own stand-up now, and not other comedian stand-up so i stopped doing that but i'm still writing tv shows and stuff monty i'm curious so somebody that has been you know obviously in tv and stuff like that currently right now what do you think is the best tv show running i mean i love blackish right now uh i haven't seen mixus yet but uh uh i mean the new south park's great um uh, Big Mouth, I just I, I, is a good show. I've, I've heard so much series. about that. I, I, watch that. I couldn't get into Big Mouth. I don't okay. know. I, I never don't know watched what it. it. Was. I watched the first three, and I'm like, I don't know. It's just too base for me. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Maybe I got yeah, a I, bit I more. Get that. Yeah. Like I, I don't I like 20, 20 year old me probably would have loved it, but like forty year old me is yeah. I'm just like I, I don't know. I need a little something else in it, but it's not yeah, bad. Yeah, that's why I haven't seen the series season yet. But yeah. Yeah, but that's why I've tried. Like I said, I watched the first three, and I just I was on the fence the whole time, whole uh, time of it. I'm, I'm rewatching New Girl right now. That's always one of my favorite shows. Okay, that's definitely top five for me. I've never seen that one, but I've heard great things about it. Yeah, I love it. The writing's good. The acting's great. There's like heart and story to it. So it's one of my favorite. 
But so now the other ones you you named like Blacklist and um, uh, Big Mouth, they're all like Blacklist. Yeah. No, not, not not Black. Is it Blacklist a drama? I think so. Oh, okay. So you said Black. Yeah. Black-ish. What is it? Blackish. What is that? Uh, it's like this, uh, just all black family. It's probably like season like four or something now. Okay, and it's like a, it's like um, a comedy, I, I guess. Like, I think it, yeah. Cool. Say again. It's like a, a yeah, comedy, I guess, like in the 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 form of like like an old school kind of sitcom type of thing. Yeah, it's just a family uh, sitcom. Dion Cole's in it. His new special came out, which I haven't seen yet. It's like parts of it. Nice. I've been into uh, the Righteous Gemstones. I don't know if you checked that out, Monty. It's uh, yeah, that should have been my list for sure. I just finished uh, all except the last episode. I, I love that. So good. Love Danny. Love yeah. that guy. And I never saw him until Vice Principals. I love Walter Goggins. I am obsessed with him. Yeah, and he was in the Tarantino film. Uh, really? Hateful Eight. Which one? Hateful Eight. Oh, Hateful Eight. I didn't know. In Hateful Eight. Was it? Yeah. I know he was in Ant-Man vs. Wasp, uh, Walton. He was, uh, like, I don't know if he was an agent or what he was in that, but I... I Maybe the I, bad guy in that, I think? I, I had to rewatch it now, I'll yeah. send you a picture. I'll send you a picture of it later, but I yeah. I have that, yeah. Yeah, same here, but uh, I want to ask, too, uh, Monty, what would your dream gig be? Who would you love to work opposite of if you had the chance? I mean, I'd definitely love to do my own show. Um, work opposite of... Uh... I mean, maybe Steve Carell comes to my mind. Like, anyone who's, like, really... Uh, Will Ferrell will probably be my main person I want to act with. That'd be great. He is. Yeah, I would, I would definitely love to work with him. Uh, I just saw the Zach Galifianakis movie, and he's hilarious in that. That's so that two, two Ferns? Ferns okay. Oh, they, yeah, they did, because one of my buddies at work was like, I saw this new thing called Two Ferns, and I'm like, I thought that was, like, years ago, but he said there's, like, something new. With yeah. It. Well, so he used to do yeah, like it was YouTube, right? Yeah, it was yeah. YouTube skits that he used to do, yes. right? He did. I, I remember years yeah, ago. Yeah, like He did an interview with like Obama, I think it was. So, what is the movie? Is it yeah, just that... the movie? Is like he just has to. He's trying to like make it to a big time network. So instead oh. of like doing these like funny with eyes videos, he's trying to like make it as like a serious uh, television host. So it's like his quest for that. It's basically just more excuses for them to do like ten uh, between two ferns interviews in like one movie <laughs> it sounds like a cool concept yeah. not like super deep yeah. <laughs> it's cool though it sounds good it sounds good yeah because i'm like wait i saw that like six years ago like and he's like no it's it's new yeah i'm like all right all right i'll check it out check it out what um do you have any up, other upcoming projects you could tell us about monty um i mean i'm shooting uh i'm shooting tons of commercials with john ham in uh canada Constantly, I uh, think we shot ten so far. Wow, we're um, I'm, uh, we're the spokespeople for this app called Skip the Dishes. It's um, it's like a uh, Postmates in Canada, and it's uh, it's so it's so big in Canada that John Festival uh, a couple weeks ago, and he was saying that like people come up to him on the street and they're like, "Holy shit, you guys from uh, Skip the Dishes!" and they start taking photos of him because he skipped commercials not because he's like bad man john ham yeah. and he gets blocked in canada because of these commercials he does not because of his years and years of successful television wow that is and crazy he, because you said john ham and i'm holding in my hand right now an old-fashioned which was a preferred drink of uh yeah. john draper from mad men yeah i instantly thought of mad men <laughs> yeah what is skip the dishes we just, like- shot, we just shot a bunch of those 
like uh, like a food service, like delivery app, correct? Yeah, it's like Grubhub or yes. uh, yeah, Postmates yeah. in uh, in Canada. It's only in Canada the app is right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's great. Do you have a lot more planned? Like, it sounds like a big a big uh, project. For for what? Do you have a lot more of those commercials like in the works? Like, do, do they keep you coming back? Yeah, it's, we shot for uh, two years now. Um, and, uh, yeah, they still have to release, like, four or five more. But, yeah, they, like, they're, they're, like, one of the most successful commercials in Canada. And I think he's the highest-paid Canadian actor in Canada because of these commercials. Wow. So they definitely love the commercials. The company does. That's cool. Um, so, yeah, hopefully they can bring us back. Wow. Why is they're it, hilarious. Why? Yeah, I was going to say, they need to branch out. They need to branch out to America. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, I think they were talking about that, too, but... I'm not sure. Yeah. Nice, nice. What, what, uh, when's the next um, Productive coming out? We So it's every Wednesday. Uh, we release it on our Instagram or my YouTube. My YouTube is just Montague Comedy. And, uh, yeah, we have like 10 shots so far. I think we've released like five-ish. And then we're shooting more in a couple of weeks. Um, so, yeah, every Wednesday, um, at least until the end of this year, we're going to have an episode come out. Who does all the, like, editing and all, like... Is it is it all it's independently like, done? Yeah, it's like uh, so. I'll do like a uh, rough cut of the whole thing. Like I'll fix the wax and edit it, and then I'll give it to my editor, who's also the director, and then he'll color grade it and like do sound and like do some like fine tune editing, and then we'll like email each other back and forth forty times at like one a.m. before we release it the <laughs> night before on Tuesday, doing like fine tuning stuff. What's been one of your favorite? So, yeah, it's being the director. That's awesome. What's been one of your favorite episodes so far? The one that came out today, I like a lot. Uh, Nico's like naked on a balcony, peeing off her balcony, and uh, she's like about to leave and then comes back. Dude, every time we talk to you, it brings back some like high school shit. And I, I just remember in high school when I started drinking and whatever, I would I would smoke cigarettes in my room and just flick the butts out my window, and I would also piss out my window. But my window yeah. was like on the main road of my street, so I don't know. I don't know. It, it was like on the ground floor, like <laughs> top floor. So I was like pissing out the top floor of a house window, just on the main road. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember once my dad Part was like, my dad was like, I I found a cigarette butt in the, in the gutter. Are you smoking? And I'm like, no, dad, no, <laughs> I, I don't smoke. <laughs> oh man, it's covered in pee. <laughs> <laughs> it smells like. I, I don't know. Might have been ten, uh, hobos, hobos might have might have done that. I don't know, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> now I just piss in the yard like a man. I just go outside. You got to multitask yeah. when you get older. You got to use smoking. You got to piss. You got to. You just go outside and do it all in the yard. Yeah. <laughs> Where have you? Where's the craziest place you piss, Slim? I'm not gonna answer. No. <laughs> no, I'll I'll tell a story. I have a lot of pissing stories oh, as a kid. What a shock. But but one yeah, I pissed oh. on a lot of things as a kid and I've told some of these before house but um plants. house plants. Uh one of the things was we, when I was a little kid, we went to like a park. I, I, I wasn't even that little. It was probably like 10 or 12. Years and ago. I was hanging out with some friends and I was like, "Dude, there's this tunnel 
that you can go in and kids would like crawl in it. And I was like, dude, I'm going to piss in that tunnel. And I just pissed all over that fucking tunnel. <laughs> and then we got out and then some little kid went and crawled in that tunnel. Oh, no. A kid crawled oh. in piss. Oh. Over my piss. Wow. Monty will never hire you for an episode. After that no. story, <laughs> you can include that in an episode of your uh, your show, though. It's... Yeah, <laughs> child covered in pee. Creepy tunnel pisser. Creepy is, tunnel is, pisser. is a character you can use, Monty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus. My Christ. dad used to go. He would go pee in the yard in the morning with our dog, and our dog used to think that was like pee because it was water, and he'd always try and dodge the dog. And the dog would just keep chasing him. He's like spinning around circles trying to not pee on our dog. And then the dog would come back every morning just covered in piss. They're like, what the fuck? And they're like, why is, you, like, why is that dog yeah, smell so bad? I used to love when I was at like a, a party, like a pool party, and they'd have cheese, cheese doodles. And my, your hands would be all orangey. Right. And I used to love when somebody had a dog because I would just pet the dog and clean my hands. Uh, and <laughs> just get orange cheese doodle <laughs> dust over the dog. <laughs> over the white dog that's amazing <laughs> stupid dog <laughs> oh man oh god damn monty thank you so much for talking to us dude it's, it's been a blast yeah definitely it's always fun to talk to you guys always always dude where can everybody find you uh on my instagram it's monty gear m-o-n-t-y-g-e-e-r every wednesday we have a new productive episode coming out plus another series i'm shooting and then my YouTube is Monty Gear Comedy. Then spelling G E E R. Twitter is Monty Gear. Uh, it's all pretty easy to find. I have new content like every day coming out. And nice. stand up tour dates on MontyGear.com and just my Instagram and stuff. Nice. What's the other series? It's uh, me and this other. So I, I run a stand up show in LA. It's called The Brunch Show because it's at 2 p.m. We have like mimosas and stuff. And me and the other stand up release a series, an episode, probably like once every two weeks about us like frantically trying to run the show basically cool it's the grunt the grunt and show the, the brunch show like it's uh like mimosas and brunch oh brunch okay yeah i thought of that a couple of years ago i was like i want to do the brunch bros where me and me and another guy like i don't know 11 in the morning eat a sandwich and drink some beers and piss on somebody's yard yeah but i'll let you go with that. yeah <laughs> brunch bros. maybe we could have like a duel like the brunch bros versus the brunch club yeah Ooh, i like it <laughs> dude that that's awesome thank you so much monty you're amazing dude yeah thank you i'll just talk to you guys absolutely absolutely no restraining orders yet we'll talk to you soon monty all right talk to you later 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 dude. man We'll be back with David, the producer. Did you say Dwight? I said, can't wait. Oh. This is the Slamborghini himself, baby. And if you're a listener of the Robin Slim Show, then I'm sure you're a fan of Sauces Matisse. We open lots of our best shows with his songs. But don't wait to hear his music's just on our show, baby. Go to SoySauceSound.com and listen all the time. With 10 albums for free or of little charge. With the option of purchasing for a donation. Almost 100 songs so far. New music is constantly dropping. You'd have to be a real piece of shit not to. He has killer tracks like Only Sometimes. Sometimes my music doesn't make a lot of moolah sense Because I'm a dash of Adam Driver, makes it coupon sense Matt's a dapper dude, dashing, but I'm foobar mess Give me a beat, give me a pen and a pattern, then who got next? Me, you got teeth, 
coming after you like you was a nest. I never deceive when I'm rapping, I'ma do a finesse. Ooh. I cannot believe what some veterans are do for a check. Because I'm a beast and I'm better, but I'm goofy as heck. Nerd. Punk. What's my pitch to be an internet sensation? I call these godly marketers sixth internet sensation Cause it's data and it's dedicated, intricate and patient But with every waking day I strain to pick up with the patient Every time I'm feeling like the slightest hint of doubt I just keep on fucking writing so my light don't fizzle out And expectations your expectations. You go to work after ain't nobody heard that and ain't nobody yearn for you rapping any words. Said it were because you're sure that a rapper spinning verses as perfect as you have is deserving of a sure pass. Sure, yeah. Oh. It's the entitlement and attitude. Look, everybody gotta pat you on the back for the last year a hack and you're whack, so you have to. Lower your expectations. So what are you waiting for, baby? Go to SoySawSound.com and start listening today. Yeah! Rob Slim Show. Turn your video on. David, can you hear us? I can see you. I can I, I see you, but I don't hear you. David. Hey guys, hold on. I think I'm having an audio problem. <laughs> oh, oh no! But you're the producer. David. Oh please. Okay. <laughs> Anything you say. Can be used against us. <laughs> court of law. I'll call you guys right back. All right. Okay. Blind. Why was he wearing sunglasses? I don't know. It's very <laughs> sunny in that blind. room. <laughs> it's very sunny in Illinois. Is that a new sitcom? Yeah, very sunny in Illinois. It's always sunny in, in David's den. <laughs> David's den. He's not calling back. No. <laughs> We're already making fun of his sunglasses. He's just like, fuck these guys. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't have sunglasses today It was all rainy when it came out I put mine on to match him <laughs> I don't wear sunglasses man My one buddy always busts on me about it He's like what do you mean you don't yeah. own a pair of sunglasses I was like I don't, I'd never found like a use for them I heard if you don't wear sunglasses you're gay I definitely am not gay <laughs> But I don't wear sunglasses So I guess it's a possibility It's, a, it's, a, <laughs> it's up it's in the air there Ah, Alright, here we David. go. David! Hey, what's happening, guys? What's up? Did you go blind? <laughs> I have. I am the, uh, you know, Stevie Wonder of podcasting. Sing me Mr. Emporium. Mr. Wonder, what is it? Wonder Emporium? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> I don't know. It's, David can't get into his podcast persona unless he's wearing sunglasses. It's like he needs to wear the sunglasses to like be that Damn. podcast persona. That's right, so go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, brother? What's I, happening, guys? I got it's been it. way too long. I got it. I know. It's, been, it's Welcome to season six, David. Yeah, no kidding. Wow, six years, man. Yeah, six years of this. Yeah, it's just like a buttload of just, I can't figure it out. <laughs> Where did it's all good. that time go? Where did all those years go? You're not you're not analyzing it enough, David. There's something underneath all of it. What? There's like a something he, you just got to like really look into it to figure out what's really going on with the Robin Slim show. Really? Yeah. And what's that? I, don't know. I can't tell you. You well, got to you got to like rewind. I just tell well, all the theories. You got to go back. You got to start from the first yeah. episode. Yeah, you really got to look really closely. No, I've been a listener and a watcher for a long time, and I think that what personifies you guys is that you guys put the anal in analyze. 
I think so. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I thought that I was Slambo, but I guess I guess we gotta all take that title. <laughs> David, I'm curious if uh, Juliet would approve of what I'm drinking right now. I am drinking Ooh. an old fashioned, and I am uh, using two different types of bitters. I'm using a. Um, uh, aromatic uh bitter and a orange bitters and the bourbon i'm using for my old-fashioned is uh bullet bourbon i have a cherry in there and and a a whiskey rock rock. (laughs) wow hold on let me uh check here hold on yeah he's he's got a bullet old-fashioned she says, "Go fuck yourself." Ah, <laughs> damn it! No, <laughs> no they, that's a solid choice, brother. Seriously, oh, yeah. that's a solid, solid choice. A bourbon got the bitters going. Man, you're rocking it. Thank yeah. you, David. I, I had to bring it up because like, last week, you Rob... back at the Brinks truck. Or what <laughs> it's the first compliment he's gotten. Yeah. I had to bring he's it up because, like, stupidly off, drunk last off, week. I was stupidly drunk, but like last week when I was drinking these, Rob was like, "That's the." Most retarded drink I've ever seen. Like, what I are you doing? Say the R word. That's well, you. he didn't say the R word, but he he did definitely insult my uh, my old fashioned. I said you were full with, retard with my yeah. rock. <laughs> Absolute full retard. I can go with that. I must say, David, I am thoroughly enjoying the bourbon soak live. How long has Juliet done that? Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, we just started that like three months ago on YouTube. And it's been a blast. Dude, it's, it's been a real blast. It's great. Why does she hide you, though? You should be in the forefront with the no, sunglasses. Uh, that <laughs> You're a jagoff. <laughs> uh, the reason why I, I, I seriously decided to be in the background, just like the podcast. I'm never on the podcast, yes. but my voice is on this one. So yeah. I said, you know, let me be the Ed McMahon. I don't want to be on uh, camera. I'll just be behind the scenes. And I'll just chime in every once in a while it's, with some smart-ass comment. It's so cool. I, I love the production. I, I love um, the stories. I love the, the the atmosphere of, like, everybody watching. It's just like you said, I think the last show, it's just a great bunch of, like, creative people, like, that, that listen live. Cool. And it's just really cool to interact with all those people. And to, and Dude, to it's so much fun. We have such a good time. I mean, you know, the podcast is great. We've been doing that for four years, and that... I don't want to say anything's ever on autopilot because, man, there's a lot of work that goes into the podcast, and you guys know that better yeah. than anyone. Slim does all that stuff. Slim, Slim does all the production. Oh, you know, it's funny because every time I come on, all I interact with is you, so I don't think he does shit. Well, he does buttons. He's got buttons and levers. <laughs> Dude, I just interacted with you for the first, like, <laughs> two for minutes. For the first time ever. Yeah, for the first time ever in six years. <laughs> I love I, I have known Slim for almost four years now, and I still don't know Slim. Nobody <laughs> does. He doesn't even know Slim. That's the secret thing you're missing about the Robin Slim Only show. Only his who, internet history who, knows Slim. Who is Slim? <laughs> right. <laughs> Only that rape shit. He talked about a rape shit earlier, I think. <laughs> I only know the Driz. I don't know who this slim guy you talk <laughs> about is. That's all we want to know. Does, do you have any uh, uh, Driz? Uh, what do they request? What does the Driz do? Do uh, what? Are there any Halloween Driz songs you would like to hear? Like yeah. David. Oh, yeah. I got to hear a Frankenstein song Ooh. or else my, my day's not set. Frankenstein. Let me see. Let me find a, a, a hot beat for him. And he, mm-hmm. he'll do a Frankenstein. Let's let's throw this beat on. Let's uh let's see if it works. He's already bobbing his head, he's rocking. Here he goes. <laughs> it's alive! 
Yeah, fucking alive. My dick is so alive. Yeah, it's got a bunch of stitches in it, but that's okay because it's alive. Look at it. It's like talking to you and fucking moving, and it's like, yo, up, yo, up. And it's like, yeah, it's like a fucking alive, my dick. My dick is alive. I'm gonna name it Frankenstein. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I was wondering when he was gonna get to the Frankenstein. I'm like, this is a song about his cock. <laughs> and with those microwaves, what was what was? The... It was like lightning bolts. I think is what he was. It might have wow. been microwaves. I don't know. I don't really understand the dreads. Wow. Um, I don't know well. if you understand the Halloween theme <laughs> that we're going for here. <laughs> It was uh, it was Halloween. Halloween ish. <laughs> there were like lightning bolts and there were uh, aspects of, <laughs> yeah. of things in there. He dropped the word Frankenstein at one point. At yeah, point. right yeah. at the very end. Yeah, yeah he's like point. Frankenstein. Yeah, <laughs> it was like nothing to do with building it. suspense. Frankenstein. Yeah, it was like you didn't know it was a Halloween song until the very last line. <laughs> right, exactly. I'm like waiting. Waiting, waiting. Ah, there it is. Okay. Oh, are there any other songs you want this thing to do? <laughs> this thing. Yes, I would absolutely love for him to do a song about trick or treating. Oh, that's a good one. Knock, knock, knock. You answer the door, and there I am. I'm wearing a sheet over my dick. That's just a sheet on my dick, I'm completely naked. Yeah, and I got a sheet over my dick, and you're like, what are you? And I'm like, I'm a guy, but there's a ghost in front of me. Yeah, there's a fucking ghost in front of me. Yeah, and you're like, where do I put the candy? And I'm like, just fucking on the dick. And you're like, that's weird. And I'm like, that's all right. Yeah. <laughs> He's not even trying now. <laughs> <laughs> He's not even trying. This is all dick songs. I don't even know. <laughs> I know. It's like a cornucopia of cock. <laughs> What's the next dick song you want to hear, Dave? Yeah. I'd like a dick song about the creature from the Black Lagoon. Oh, right, that right. sounds like a big Black Lagoon. Yeah. If you know what I mean. <laughs> Remember, emphasis on the cock and black, right? So you're taking me to the second stairs. Yeah, you're taking me upstairs to your bedroom. And you're like, man, Driz. And I'm like, y'all what up? And you were like, show me that cock. And I'm like, hold up. And you're like, what wrong? And I'm like, let me tell you something about that cock. It's not what you think it's going to be. And you like, no, nah, I know what it's going to be. You a fucking skinny white guy. It gonna be small, tiny, and skinny, and I'm like, fuck no, it's not gonna be that at all. And you're like, ha, don't lie. And I'm like, nah, you ready to see it? And you like, maybe. Alright, show it to me, and I pull it out, and it's big, and it's dripping. It's dripping a lot, and you're like, yo, that's a lot of STDs, and I'm like, nah, it's not an STD at all. It's fun the fucking lagoon. I fucking left my dick in the lagoon, in a black lagoon. For a couple of years, so it's a little drippy. Yeah. <laughs> a little drippy. 
That sounds like a new rap. That was my nickname in high school, Little Drippy. <laughs> little Drippy. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's going to take me a long time to unhear that song. <laughs> Whoa. when I tag you in it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I, I'm, I am coming up right now on Twitter with the hashtag Little Drippy. Little Drippy. Little Drippy. <laughs> That's definitely going to be in next week's Too Many Rapes. <laughs> I thought this is the final one. Is this the last installment? Last season. Last season, I feel. Oh, I feel. okay. I got you. Gotcha. Hey, and by the way, I am having a blast playing Frankie. I got to say. Oh, uh, you're doing a great job. You were the best. Job, that's, it's amazing. It's, 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 that, was the last, that was the last episode of that. So I don't think other Frankie's coming back, but... I was gonna ask. I was, I was gonna, gonna say, did Frankie die? <laughs> well, no. We just we ended that 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 series, and it was like you were a Frankie from another another timeline, mm-hmm. and we, we future Frankie. Yes, that's were, right. Yes, and I also love Juliet as a an older fembot. It was just perfect because like don't, like don't, right, don't say older. Yes, say older. Older. <laughs> I, a, a more mature as a, fembot. Another fembot. <laughs> Driz. Whatever you, want. <laughs> you could say anything you want in your last day, um, brother. That's a more, all I'm saying. A more, <laughs> a more grown up fembot. <laughs> Much better. Much better. All right, I have one last song for the Driz. Ooh, yes. Yeah. Slutty Halloween costumes. Ooh. Yo, what up? Let me tell you about what I do on Halloween. I fucking walk down the streets, but I ain't wearing anything. Nah, I'm just checking out. I'm checking out all the dudes in their slutty costumes. You know, those fucking guys that are just walking around shirtless and they got like a thong on and they're like, yo, I'm a dude with a thong. And I'm like, yo, can I kiss your butt cheek? And they're like, yeah, Driz. You can kiss all over my butt cheek. And I'm like, I fucking love your butt cheek. And I love your slutty costumes during Halloween. They're all over the place. Like one time I met this guy and he had a giant club. And I was like, what are you? And he's like, I'm Bam Bam. And I was like, that's cool. God suck your dick. And he's like, yeah. And so I sucked this guy that was dressed up like Bam Bam. You know, from the fucking Flintstones. It was some hot shit. A little weird. Because like Bam Bam, I think it was a little kid. But this guy was like 40 or something. Well, that went in a direction I didn't see. <laughs> I swear to God, I thought it was going to go with, you know, girls in slutty costumes. <laughs> no, no, it went right for the cock again. <laughs> well, at least just, he wasn't, like, talking about his own dick in that one, Brian right? Just said was, only kids no, <laughs> other dicks. No. Yeah. Ryder said only kids are out on Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> Old 40-year-old men dresses. In thongs. In thongs. <laughs> I don't know. Where I the, did not see I, that coming. I don't know where the Driz is trick-or-treating, all right? Like, Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. Right? <laughs> yeah, where you're picking your candy up. Oof. Wow. I did not see that coming. In the village. <laughs> Fuck. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> man, I, I don't know where the Driz comes from, but all I know is he's got to go back there. <laughs> Stay. <laughs> he's a problem. Not even one <laughs> night should he be let out. Oh, God That's damn. what I'm saying. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> 
God damn, how can we recover from this, David? <laughs> you know what? I, I I got nothing after that. After, you know, after yeah. buttless, you know, ass cheeks and <laughs> cock maneuvers. And I, I don't even know where to go with this. Bam, bam, uh, I don't even know. Stones. Bam, bam, Bigelow, yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, wow. Cheers, boys. That Cheers. was uh, interesting. That was a different, a different situation. Different type of drizzle. <laughs> So, who else is on the show today, man? Oh, uh, we got we got uh, uh, Hunter Flanagan. He's a country singer from Georgia. We have uh, Napoleon Doom. She's an artist. I don't know where from. It's it's a mystery. It's a mystery. But <laughs> we will find out. We will find out. Well, who do you? Does Julian have any upcoming interviews on either? She, the she does. Rant? But before I get to that, I have somebody that I think you may want to have on your show. Ooh. And uh, I, I got a couple ideas for you. So right. uh, we'll have to talk offline about that. Oh, oh. I thought I was going to write it down right now. Have you guys been watching The Righteous Gemstones? Oh, every damn week. Fuck Are you yeah. kidding me? That Fuck show yeah. is killer. Isn't it? Uh, did you watch the, the finale? No, not yet. So Ooh, don't blow it for good, us. We good. haven't seen that one yet. Good. Yeah, definitely watch it, though. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Fuck. Baby Billy. Baby, is he not the best <laughs> thing in the world? Baby Billy is the best thing in the world. I love yes. that character. Oh, I love that actor. I, I love I love him so much. Did you reach out to him? I did, and I never heard anything. Walton got nah. but maybe. Well, he's got another pet project that I got to let you know about, and I'll hook you up with their people. Cool, 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 dude. I love uh, I love Judy Edie Patterson. I, lo I love I uh, Danny McBride's character. I love uh, that other guy, Adam Devine. He is so cool, so cool. Adam is funny. Yes. Yes. I don't know. It's hard to pick a favorite. Hard to pick a favorite of them. I know. I know. But, uh, yeah, you asked uh, earlier about if uh, Juliet has anyone coming on the show. We have yes. somebody that we're still trying to book right now that is uh, – I can't say it quite yet only because he hasn't accepted. So, it, you know, you don't want to talk about somebody's not definitely coming on the show, but it, he's a big – Big guy, Does so I'm hoping. Yeah, you can you can tell Juliet she can keep dreaming, but I'm never accepting that. <laughs> I talked to you. I talked to your people, and they seem pretty confident that you are available. Yeah, my people don't fucking know me. I, I thought there was a restraining order with, with <laughs> What up? Who was the last guest she had on? Uh, who was the last guest we had on? Uh, I'd have to think about that because we haven't done an interview. And probably three. Oh, we had the uh, singer for the rock band Kansas. Uh, he came over to the house and he did a uh, video one awesome. that we have on YouTube. I wow. remember that. Yes, that was awesome. That was. Yeah, awesome. that's fun. But what you know you who we have booked for November 12th? And you're going to laugh, but I think it's going to be a cool interview because he's got a lot of really cool stories to tell. And he's really led a kind of really messed up life that he's now in recovery and actually doing really well and that do you know who leaf garrett is yes actor right? yeah from like the 80s uh 70s dude wow. yeah he was a teen idol yes. back in the 70s and he's uh coming on the show he just published a new book and he's coming up uh, on november 12th and it's gonna be a blast man cool what was he in Oh well, he was, he was in every single like Tiger Beat, uh, Sixteen magazine. He truly was like a teen idol. Wow. 
he was on the TV show Family. He was uh, in a bunch of movies in the 70s. Right. He uh, had a singing career. For, I mean, wow. he was he did really well, actually, as a uh, musician wow. in the early or mid 70s. Sorry, mid 70s. Um, it'll be fun. It'll be interesting to see how he handled his recovery. I would try to get him to relapse. That's. Just my idea. That's how you would interview him. Well, you know what? You know, let you me get handing him meth. You, you want, want some, some of this, bro? Look at this. Look at, look at this pile. Do you remember what this is? Heroin. He was like dating like Justine Bateman and some weird like '80s people. I, you know, I, I got to go back and read his bio, but man, he's led a very cool. interesting life. I want to try to get the Driz on those magazines on yeah. TV. <laughs> Well, when he's got a leaky, uh, well, you know, faucet, Foul. according to one song. Yeah, it was a little, <laughs> a little drippy. Yeah. <laughs> a little drippy. That's going to be his new persona. I actually, I don't know if you've ever partaken. David well, is shaking his head you no. Do, you, you do all of our intros, David. I thought of a new fake show. I thought of a new fake show. Really? Oh, my God. And that I was going to be making a star with jv trekman jv trekman is the drizz's um producer big time record producer from uh from nashville but he's also been in jail for the last 30 years so he's just trying to make a name for himself he's trying to pitch the drizz and make the drizz big i love how you have these like these weird backstories to these people <laughs> they're all real personas that live inside each of us like they're, they're, they're real yeah. that come out <laughs> no wonder why you're drinking a uh, you know a very strong bourbon drink right now. Correct. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> what is it, your favorite intro that you've done for us, David? I, I love the actual uh, intro to the show, like Ooh. the beginning. Yes, I, that's that's one of my favorite things because you know what? I actually kind of mirrored it or tried to make it sound like similar to like what Howard Stern did in the yeah. 90s. Oh, I always thought that when I, I whenever I hear those intros I'm like, man, David did a really good job yeah. of making this sound like real like morning radio. And not so just right. Howard Stern, but like, like other school. guys that have like like old school radio, yep. Right. Like exactly. old O&A. That, that was my and, like, favorite one like to do. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. I love the too many rapes intros. I love them all. I love everything you've done. I love uh, oh, was it Ron? Was it uh, Frankie and the Driz? I love that one. Oh, I love okay, Mr. Yeah. Ron's neighborhood. Mr. Ron's neighborhood. I love them all. I have a whole folder of stuff that I've done for you guys. I actually went through it like I don't know. It was about three or four months ago. I ran into the folder and I'm like, oh, these are all the you know Robin Slim stuff that I did. And I went back and listened to it. And I go. Oh my God! I I could literally be put in jail for this yes. shit. <laughs> You'd be indicted. I know. Uh, it, there's like someone in Congress right now going, "Could you uh, have him come up? Hello? Who's, could you have him come up? Who's your yeah. dealer? Who's your dealer? I'm like, I gotta, <laughs> yeah. uh, you have to make me a deal. You got to make me a plea bargain." Hey, uh, speaking of dealers, did you see the uh, latest installment? They put out the new uh, Breaking Bad movie on Netflix. Oh, my God. Yeah, we both. I loved it. One of my I friends at work it, yeah. said they heard it got uh, bad reviews. Uh, I really liked people it. People saying it's boring. I loved it. You, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I loved it. I really did. I love that it picked up right where the series left off. 
Yep. Uh, and just it was mirac- it was miraculous. I was telling Rob earlier that like after watching it, like I just started rewatching Breaking Bad. Like I'm two episodes in, I'm like I gotta rewatch the series. I wanted but... to before I saw, it, but I just never did. The only thing Rob and I agreed on is like creepy Todd, too much Todd. Oh yeah, Todd's a piece of garbage. I agree with that. That was a little <laughs> bit much too creepy, Todd. And you know what? I I didn't believe the part where he actually gave him the gun back. I, spoiler alert. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I agree. I don't know. It's very weird I and unsettling. Is because there was right. all that abuse. Like, so maybe he was just like their animal. Like, it kind of, I don't know. Was pizza that intriguing to give him the no. gun back? I don't know. I don't know. No. Yeah. I, yeah I, I didn't believe that part. Yeah. That was the one thing I said. Meh, if I had a gun and I had a way to get out, <sighs> yeah. I would have been out of there. You know, I, I thought that for a second, too, and then I realized, like, yeah, but maybe Jesse is concerned that, like, if he kills Todd there, All the other that his uh, that Todd's people are going to kill that kid. And that's probably yeah. what was, like, going through Jesse's head. Like, they're going to kill that little kid. They already killed the fucking girl. I didn't think girl. of that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was like, a, that's because that I felt the same way at first, and I was like, no, I think it's because he doesn't want him to kill that kid, because, like, Todd's that's not the only were, one that's killing people. Yeah, that's like, pretty much what they were holding over him the yeah. whole time, I feel. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. You know, the, the the thing that really blew my mind is that no one ever, and this includes Vince, uh, Vince Gilligan is the guy that wrote it and directed it, right? Correct. That's his name? Yep. Yeah, he, ne- or no one ever said that uh, Walter White had died mm-hmm. but they said it in that yeah. episode on the radio that they actually announced that he did die yeah it's like oh that's, he can't come back now that's yeah. what i was wondering yeah. i thought that was i i felt that was a huge thing too because i i have read a lot of fan theories of like walter white uh still being alive, still alive and for exactly. them to just come out yeah. and confirm it like Somebody that years later that, in a like, movie in I that, that was last awesome. episode they were like are you ready and that was the last thing you saw like he was still alive but it was like are you ready for what are you ready for death are you ready for witness protection are you ready to cook again so yeah i was kind of kind of they totally wondering. killed him off wow and that's yep really wow. cool what they could they could do well i guess but well, they could if they do a prequel, it wouldn't be that exciting because he'd just be a teacher. So I yeah. guess his character's done. They could yeah. do time meth. Time meth. Time, time meth. That's time. that's your next series. A well, time well, traveling fucking Winnebago. Well, so, so an interesting point about it is, though, that like Walter White in that world is a, a, at least at the time that Jesse is going through whatever he's going through in El Camino, he's a big story, very big story. Like the ideal of Walter White, they're still like digging into it, and I don't think they've really discovered everything or uncovered everything that he's done. Ah. And I could see like Walter White copycats in that world or like just people like Heisenberg uh, worshippers and stuff like that because like the way the media kind of portrays him. Heisenborg. Cyborg. Heisenborg. (laughs) Just just like I think think Heisenberg or Walter White lives on in that universe as this this huge huge thing that happened in that world. (laughs) David, we got to wrap it up, dude. Hey, great to... Always talk to you guys. Oh, Always yeah. a pleasure. Always great to do the, you know, the the fun uh, vocal stuff that, Love you know, it. Julia yeah. and I have done. So, you know, you guys have a great night tonight, and thanks for having me on, man. You, you guys too, are man. always awesome. awesome. Thanks for coming Thank on. You, David. you guys are the best. We'll talk soon, David. Be good. Take, Take care. care. See ya. Don't let the sun burn your eyes, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back.
Hey, Slambo. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to read a sweet graphic novel about a 17th century kid whisked into a mysterious world of the occult, intense danger and excitement? Oh, yeah, yeah. Then look no farther, my friend, and go to the Voyager. And go get the Voyager, written by Jeff Sturge and illustrated by Nick Marinkovich. Where do I find it? Go to... Yeah, uh, Gern, Gernica Editions, G-U-E-R-N-I-C-A-D-E-D-I-T-I-O-N-S.com or Amazon.com. That's a lot easier to find than Gerditions. And order the Voyager, and that's spelled V-O-Y-A-G-E-U-R. Don't care, baby, I'm ordering that right now, yeah! Fuck yeah. Rob and Slim Show, we are back. With Hunter Flanagan. Hi. Hey, dude. How you doing? Pretty good. How are y'all? Good, good. You are a musician from Georgia, correct? Yes, sir. I am musician and actor from uh, West Georgia. Yeah, that's. I had. I had the acting down. I had it all down, my friend. How long? What? What did you do first? Oh, I was a singer first. Okay. And what age did you start? Because you're young, right? Yeah, um, I'm actually 18 now, but. Yeah, I started singing when I was uh, 16 months old. I did all the songs and dances of Wizard of Oz. But uh, my first, actually, you know, on stage was at six years old. I was in a contest and I won it. And ever since then, I've had the bug, you know. Wow, wow, dude, that's that's amazing. Who was uh, originally the one that got you into it? Uh, it's kind of just a family thing. My uh, my grandmother, she sang back up for an old band, uh, Spanking Our Gang. Uh, my mom was Annie. Uh, so, you know, when I was raised, I was raised in like a musical household, so it yeah. just kind of took hold. Cool. And how many in- instruments do you play? Uh, let's see, I play uh, guitar, ukulele, banjo, mandolin, some harmonica, I'm trying to pick up the violin, the uh, Celtic harp, and the tin whistle, so about eight-ish. Wow, what is your favorite? Uh... It has to be between guitar and banjo. Um, there's just so much versatility on guitar and banjo. Nobody does it anymore. Yeah. You always get funny looks when you pull it out. <laughs> People look scared or uh, <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> amused. Man, I love I love pulling the banjo out of shows because, first of all, great tips. But uh, <laughs> but people just love it. I mean, they want to take pictures. They want to take videos. Cool. I guess a lot of people don't see them anymore. What is the craziest thing you've seen go down performing live? Sorry, what was that? What's the craziest thing you've seen go down performing music live? Okay, craziest thing has to be probably hands down. I uh, it's actually had to do with pulling out a banjo at a wrong time. I uh, not a rowdy crowd, a very uh, you know I was at a winery, so you know that sort of crowd. Yeah, right. But uh, <laughs> and uh, I sat down my guitar, just sat it in the case, and I didn't close the case, and I pulled out the banjo and said, "All right." I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna pull out the banjo, play a little bit, but we ain't exactly in hit count, so I ain't gonna go barefoot. And as I said that, some woman, half half wine drunk, kicked off her shoe, and I watched a uh, I watched a Birkenstock fly ten foot in the air and slam straight down on my guitar in the case. <laughs> oh, 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 oh no! Did it? Did it? Was yeah. the guitar okay? <laughs> yeah, it was fine. Um, that guitar was a workhorse. It was the one I learned on. You know, it was a. <laughs> $200 Ibanez way back when, about mm. five years ago. So uh, you, it, had, it had some dents and stuff, but nothing yeah. worse to wear. What do you play on now? Oh, I'm playing everywhere, all through Georgia, 
all through uh, Tennessee, all through a little bit in Florida. I actually just came back from Louisiana. Wow. Cool. Cool. Yeah. What went, to, went to New Orleans for the first time, and a building immediately fell on me. So oh. that was fun. <laughs> like a scaffolding or a, a actual like ceiling? That that hard rock. I was on the street. That fell. That was all over the news. Oh no! Well, that's, yeah, that's, that's press. The New Orleans don't want me back. That's press, though. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll let something fall on, on Slim if if it gets us in the news. <laughs> <laughs> God damn! How has um being a young performer and growing up in in that? How has it changed you? Has any of it been traumatic? Um. I have to say, see, I before I started traveling with music and everything, I actually graduated early. It wasn't to do with the career. I was just dual enrolled. So I finished in, uh, when I was supposed to be in ninth grade, I was actually doing my senior year. So having the experience to be, you know, 16, 17, and 18 and just traveling and making a life out of it, meeting new people, seeing new places, and having all these older musicians kind of take me under their wing. I mean, a couple guys, uh, Greg Irwin in particular, a real good friend of mine who was just, been a complete mentor to me uh and just seeing the older musicians just support me and some of the younger musicians that are coming in it's just it's nice it's a lot of fun i figured it would be a lot more competitive than it is but yeah we're all a family that's cool because yeah i've heard that about stand-up like some of the worst uh critics are other stand-ups like so that's mm-hmm. cool to hear yeah I mean, you get some people who are a little rude but yeah majority of them you know <laughs> are you up for um, Country Artist of the Year? I am. I actually won Georgia Teen Artist of the Year last year, and I'm up for male this year. I, uh, I'm actually a finalist. I'm top six. Um, nice. We had voting open, but I think it just ended yesterday, so I have no little blurb to say to tell everybody to vote anymore. <laughs> have you won other awards, or will this be the first? Um, I won Teen last year. Okay. But since I turned 18 between last year and now, I'm a, I could have went for teen or male. I was actually in both. Okay. That's but what I was going to ask. I what's the last, go with male. What's the last year for teen? Is it 19? It's um, as long as you turn, you, it can, uh, 18 is a cutoff, but you, have to, you can't be 19. Ah, oh, okay. <laughs> but I've also won uh, the Creative Love Thing Awards for them. Uh, best vocalist, best country blues, blues act, best traditional act, and best overall. Nice. Uh, a lot of stuff like that. Nice, dude. That's cool. What um, what what is what is one of your uh, not only favorites, but what is your most requested song to perform? Well, my other than Freebird, um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I would have to say people always ask me what my favorite song is, and I always do this little Johnny Cash tune that I love. That's just ridiculously fast. Nice. What's that one? Uh, I've Been Everywhere by Johnny Cash. Okay. Okay. Cool. And would you be able to perform something for us tonight, Hunter? Uh, Yeah, sure. I can put it on speaker. I got my guitar handy. Cool. Yes, whenever you're ready, dude. All right. What do you want to hear? You want to hear that one or you want to hear something else or what? Up to you. Totally up to you. All right. I might pick something a little slower just because you might not be able to hear that one. Okay. I don't know how I sound out there. Alright, you want to hear me? Yep, whenever you're ready, man. I hear the guitar, right? <laughs> yes. Ye- yep, we do. 
All right. You have a strong singing voice, too, Hunter. All right, thank y'all. I'm trying not to sound nasally. I'm a little bit stopped up at the moment, but ah. I'm trying. <laughs> ah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Thoroughly enjoyed it, my friend. I I've also have a question here. Um, I, I just wanted to know, is it ever hard to take in the awesome that is Josh Perguson? <laughs> Man, I... I... Um, Lance, 
I love him. <laughs> Are you afraid he's going to like murder you or something? <laughs> like, what, is, <laughs> what does John Ferguson have on you? What? Who is Josh Ferguson? <laughs> That's what we want to know. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, he's a he's a big guy. We run the same, some of the same circles together. Yeah, he told me to ask that. He told me to ask that. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's great, man. Yes, he he's a great guy. He connected us. He connected us. So yes, he did. He is. That's the first time I've ever been completely just shocked by a question. I was grinning from ear to ear. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, you have to ask that in like total seriousness. Like, I'm like, all right, bro. <laughs> the next words I say. <laughs> Goddamn, nah. I love it. I, I also had though that you've you've acted, right, Hunter? Yes, sir. What what uh what have what are you uh have you been in and what are you currently working on? Well, currently I actually just came back from a, uh, a Netflix series filming in Charleston. Um, I just came back from that, filmed a good bit with them. Real nice people. Uh, I don't know what I'm supposed to say, but mm. uh, show's gonna be called Outer Banks. That's about all I can say right now. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I've been in Father Figures with Ed Helms and Owen Wilson. I uh, was in White Boy Rig. Got to meet Matthew McConaughey. Cool. I uh, I was in the new Jumanji. Got to meet some of the main guys. Wow! Um, awesome. <laughs> like the first, in, uh, like the first new Jumanji or the um the the reboot. Uh, I mean the sequel. Uh, the first new one. I don't I don't know if there's a third one or not, but the second one. Okay, cool. Who who did you play in that? Uh, I played Simon. I'm uh, the guy that came and got him to the office. Cool awesome. things. Awesome. Put a couple days work. Cool, cool. And were you yeah. in a Skrillex video? I was. That was when I was young. That was one of the first things I did. Wow. What what video was Man, it? That, uh, it was a stranger. Okay. Um, that's funny because none of the other people that were in that video, I guess, knew who he was. Because we're all sitting there. It's early morning, like six o'clock. We all got our coffee and breakfast and everything, and he comes walking in and. and no, like, I ain't a tall guy. You know, I'm like five, five three, five four. I ain't exactly reaching, but this guy, I mean, I did not know Skrillex was like five two. I mean, he he's short. I did not And he know came that. walking in, and people thought he was a kid, and I and they looked at me crazy, and I walked up, and I was like, look, can I get a picture? <laughs> I want a selfie. Yeah. Yeah, selfie, yeah. Um, <laughs> trying to float around online somewhere, actually. Not that true. But I was young. It was one of the first things I did. I mean, I actually was a really big fan of his music. And yeah. I guess, I guess they weren't, but it's kind of funny. That's awesome. I was going to ask, too, like other genres. What uh, You do country, but what other genres are some of your favorite? Um, well, see, some of my favorite genres, I'm, I'm a little bit of a mixed bag because uh, if you look at like, my Spotify playlist, it, it was like a, like a bomb went off at the... <laughs> but, um... I mean, it's just, it's, 80, it's like 80s hair bands and some, some like, 60s rock and a good bit of bluegrass. <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, that's why I, when I play mine at work. Like, people are like, oh, well, what is this playlist? I'm like, it's mine. It's like mental illness, like Russian roulette. Like, it's just <laughs> mental all illness, Russian roulette. Just everything, everything. I love, I love it because I put it on, I put it on shuffle when I'm, you know, riding to a show or whatever. And, you know, sometimes I have family with me, like my grandmother's in the back of the car and. It'll go from this land is your land to 
you know, straight out of Compton. Nobody knows. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's awesome. And do you have any um, other upcoming products you could tell us about? I, um, I'm i gigging a lot right now, man. I got some more stuff working out in uh, Louisiana. Like I said, I got that movie coming out probably sometime soon. I've got two, uh, two uh, not Netflix, Amazon Prime movies. Cool. That are coming out, and I'm actually one of the lead, like main leads in, uh, called Shock Losers Survive Camp Analog, and a series called Shock Losers Odyssey that I'm really excited about. Nice. That's gonna be like a. That's gonna come out, and along with it, there's gonna be like a board game coming out, stuff like that. Wow. What is the premise of that? Um, it's that's actually a really cool premise. I'm not even gonna lie. It's uh, gotta gotta buff up my my numbers a little bit. It's um. It's about kids who run a uh, YouTube channel who get in trouble and have to go to a a camp where no electronics are allowed. It's just like a it's like every eighties wow. camp movie, but it's like a reboot. <laughs> but like modern, yeah, yeah, modern modernization of it. And they cool. like try to bring the whole camp down. And the uh, web series is just about their web series. It's just There's trailers and stuff out online and everything. Yeah. That's it's cool. really interesting because like Rob and I both when we grew up like YouTube wasn't a thing you didn't just like upload yourself to the internet so when you said oh it's about a bunch of kids that like get in trouble for YouTube videos I'm like oh that's a you can get in trouble for that like and then I, when you think about it like yeah like kids could get in a lot of trouble for stupid shit I was a camp counselor and I remember if anyone had a Walkman you had to take it if anyone had a Game Boy you had to take it like yeah I was a camp yeah, counselor uh, in the 90s like yeah yeah that's some shit that's some real stuff yeah, they. Uh, I, I can recall it's been it's been about a year since the shot, but they get in, we get in trouble for uh, for feeding the kid a Carolina Reaper, and he gets real sick. What's that? Carolina and, uh, Reaper is like a like really the, uh, hot pepper. Pepper, right? Yes. Yeah, 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 that pepper. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm, I'm waiting for that to come out. We got to uh, I got to go to the red carpet for that and see the trailer for the first time and see my face plastered on posters and That's get cool. to play a board game with my face on it. That's kind of cool. You'll be like the next Gaten Matarazzo from uh, Stranger Things. Yeah. <laughs> I met him. I have a selfie with him. <laughs> nice. I wish. I got to meet those kids, actually. I was uh, I was Gaten's double on season one. What? Wow. No. Yeah. What? On season one, I um, we had the same hair and like the yes. same, we were the yeah. same height at the time, but uh, I got thinner and he didn't. Uh, that's crazy though because i was looking at like uh your your facebook and i'm like yeah. i was just thinking that i was like oh, man, this kind of looks like the kid from uh stranger <laughs> things <laughs> yeah, yeah the first uh first two seasons i didn't go back to the third season but yeah. uh, why not you you're too good because for... he's skinnier ho- <laughs> oh. i got skinnier yeah <laughs> <laughs> don't don't get fat hunter that's uh, that's my advice in life well i tried but that you know that damn metabolism <laughs> yeah, I hear you, man. I don't know. It sped up again for me. I, I gained in my twenties, and then I lost in my thirties. So I don't know. I, I don't get know. the probably the the funniest thing. Um, my third mic, our third mic, who's not here, he comes oh. like half a year. The yeah. funniest thing he has ever said to me was like, yeah, because I was like working out at one point, and I'm like, man, I'm getting some abs, and he's like, that's good, man, because you were really getting that like diabetes belly Ooh. and that, that was like how i gained weight it was just like i i was getting a diabetes belly apparently <laughs> that's how he judges yeah he's just like it's good that you started like eating healthy and stuff because you're you you're losing that uh diabetic belly Whoa. <laughs> wow 
<laughs> Where I guess it's like my whole body wasn't getting fat, just like the gut. I, I guess that's yeah. really what that was. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Hunter is not impressed at all with that story. No, he's so <laughs> lost. He's like, I, I've lost a lot of people to diabetes. I don't like these jokes. No, he's just <laughs> like, I, I don't enjoy your your voice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm enjoying the show, all right. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> <Had a right. laughs> oh, God damn. <laughs> Hunter, you're awesome, dude, but th- thank you so much for talking to us. All right, thank y'all. Absolutely. Well, where can everybody find you? Uh, yeah, I got Facebook, uh, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, just type my name, Hunter Flanagan, F L A N A G A N. Uh, the website is thehunterflanagan.com with a T-H-E at the beginning. Cool. Um, and, yeah, and you can see my acting, my singing, all my other extracurriculars I get up to. You know, I'm, a, uh, I'm working on becoming a rescue diver. I'm a beekeeper. I'm wow. rehabilitating a possum right now. That Rehabilitating really... a possum? Yeah, what happened? I want to know yeah. the possum. I want to know the backstory of the possum <laughs> that you. Um, Who drugged this a family possum? Member of, a, uh, a family member of ours. Um, one of their dogs actually brought in a dead mom that had two babies and we kept one and we've had him for about probably eight months now, maybe. And we named him Crawley. He's a, he's huge. And he's like, he's my cat. He walks around our house. He's a, He's the best, the best pet ever. <laughs> That's so cool. That is super cool, dude. And do you have any um any uh, CDs that are out or coming out? Um, not at the moment. I'm actually in the basis of recording, getting everything recorded, and we're gonna try to get it on Spotify and get some CDs out pretty soon. Cool. Cool, dude. Hunter, I just want to point out that like everything you just said was like amazing. Like you're doing a lot of great stuff. You're like, I'm diving and I'm doing this thing and this thing, and you said like, and I'm rehabilitating a possum, and we're like, what? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that is That's the best way to work it in. Um, <laughs> no, you're rehabilitating no a possum. Naturally, you got to force you, the possum. In. You could have been like, I just saved the world, and we would have been like, Wait, you're what? rehabilitating a possum. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You are, you are a hero. Uh, thank you, dude. We will talk soon, Hunter. Uh, thank y'all. Don't forget us when you blow up. Uh, don't forget me. Right, it was good talking to y'all. You Have too, a good my one, man. Hunter. We'll talk soon. All right, y'all too. All right, we'll be back. We'll be back. Let me play a song. We'll be back. All right. Is it all right? Are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com, and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs. For a little inspiration. Plus, a free extra gift so sensual, we can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type ROB for the offer code upon checkout. 
When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code ROB, R-O-B, ROB, at adamandeve.com. Hey, it's Ryder, your favorite little phone sex doll. Let's get real for a moment. When was the last time you had a girl down on her knees worshiping your fucking perfect cock? Over on Night Flirt, my friends and I, we take really, really good care of you. We are real girls offering real connections over the phone and through personal messaging. We have it all. Whether you're looking for dirty talk, role plays, or even just a friend to talk to, call me. Don't worry. Your wife, your girlfriend, your friends, they're never going to find out. Nothing will ever show up on your phone bill, so you can be sure your dirty little secrets are safe with me. Sign up for nightflirt.com. And if you hit me up on Twitter at FlirtRiderDoll and let me know that you heard me on the Robin Slim Show, I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes for you to get a hold of the perfect little cocksucker of your dreams. Robin Slim Show. Hey, this is Napoleon Doom. Hey, Napoleon Doom. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you guys doing? Great, great. Yeah. How are you doing? You are an artist, podcaster, and writer, correct? I am, yeah. yeah. Where are you from? Uh, I am from San Diego, California. That's where we broadcast out of. Okay. And how did you get the name Napoleon Doom? It's pretty badass. <laughs> Thank you. Um, well, it, it's actually, um, originally it was from a uh, book series that I was trying to write when I was unemployed. I thought I was going to do the J.K. Rowling thing, uh, and <laughs> right. one of my characters was Napoleon Duim. Uh, it, uh It's a Canadian, uh, French-Canadian-like last name. And um, when I was using that name online, nobody could pronounce the last name. Um, and uh, I was actually working for a podcast and they were trying to pronounce the last name and they couldn't figure it out. So I was like, Doom, we'll just change it to Doom. I do comic books. It's, it's good. And uh, so I just started using that name online because I was doing comic books and art at the time, but I didn't want anyone to really know what I looked like, who I was, that I was a, a lady. Uh-uh. And... Um, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, it's manly. It reminds me of Napoleon Dynamite slash like MF right. Doom, almost. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's a good movie, so I'm cool with being associated <laughs> with that. What um, what do you um describe your art as? Like abstract? Um, I I guess surreal. Um, kind of like a dark surrealist kind of artwork. So. <laughs> How long have you been with, doing uh, it for? Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, no, you go. I was gonna. I was gonna ask how long you were doing it for. Oh, how long? I. I. It's. It's just something I've always done. Um. I. I've always. I remember even getting in trouble, like in kindergarten, for drawing like very creepy, uh, hyper realistic anatomical kind of drawings. Oh. And uh, yeah. <laughs> which it 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 was confusing to my kindergarten teacher and the principal. <laughs> And they're like, well, obviously you're seeing something at your home you shouldn't be seeing. And, it's, and right. my mom would come in and be like, yeah, no, they're drawing people being decapitated and bizarre well, stuff. They, they, nobody's seeing this. That's not uh, happening. That's not happening in our yard. 
at at least what you got uh called him for was like original stuff i had a buddy in high school who was just copying like i don't know there was a foamy the squirrel or something and he was just copying that and writing in his journal and he actually got called in the office and a counselor like dealt with him for days and she was like what like is this really what you think like this is really your mind (laughs) no i'm just a hack i'm just a hack i'm just copy pasting where's he now slim he's dead okay <laughs> oh jeez <laughs> well, it wasn't a squirrel related death or anything. <laughs> oh god i was gonna ask you if you ever got asked to tone your uh work down but i guess so i guess so <laughs> <laughs> but yeah foamy the squirrel was kind of a ripoff of uh yonan vasquez i think actually uh johnny the homicidal maniac if i'm thinking of the same squirrel Probably, so. yeah. I don't I don't know any of it. I just know that this dude... I remember um, Foamy. Yeah, this Newgrounds. dude was obsessed with yeah. Foamy on Newgrounds and would just, like, copy-paste that in his high school, like, journal in English class. Yeah, no. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> Poor kid. Yeah. Poor stupid kid. What a... <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, dear. <laughs> what is... He's uh, keeping himself entertained. Yeah. yeah. What is uh, the message yeah. that you portray in your art, Napoleon? Oh, geez. Um, you know, I, I think the message that, that I, it's not something I think about when I'm doing it, but uh, a lot of people who look over it at shows, I find the people that it resonates with are people who um, feel kind of like they're restrained in some way in their life, mm-hmm. feel like people aren't acknowledging them, people, sort of your outsiders. Okay. Um, yeah, and uh, I, I have one piece that's uh, a woman escaping her skin, and inside there's like octopus tentacles coming out. Wow. It's a pretty cool piece, but uh, when I sold that, um, I actually had a couple different women come up to me at the show, and they, they were like, we, I can't afford the actual large piece, but we'd like to get prints of it, and uh, because that's me. And I was like, oh, wow. well, <laughs> you're, you're an octopus, that's good but i what what they meant was like that i'm the weird creature that's like everybody sees as just another girl just another face in the crowd and they expect me to behave a certain way and inside i'm just like i don't i don't know what you people are doing oh my god stop <laughs> and uh, i think that's the kind of people the kind of uh the the uh, you know kind of kind of the artsy creepy kind of kids I guess you know cool. what I mean. I don't want to insult anyone by saying this, but it sounds like a portrayal of um, anxiety or depression, kind of in that mm-hmm. that sense. Yeah, like that's what I get yeah, from like could, images of be. that. Could be. Yeah, I mean, I I'm not myself. Uh, I don't really have anxiety or depression myself, but I definitely uh, at different points in my life that was something that I dealt with uh, because I was, uh, I, I was just raised very sheltered. I was uh, the first kid who survived with three other kids who, who didn't make it before me. So my mom was like hyper vigilant about everything. I don't think I crossed the street till I was like seven years old. <laughs> and so uh, I had a lot of anxiety around people because I had just been brought up to be like, no, don't talk to them. Oh, don't go over there. Don't and look that guy. So I, 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 that was a big part of my childhood and then when i got older I, I kind of grew out of it and kind of uh I, I still will go back to it sometimes in fact the character napoleon on my show is kind of this amped up version of what people will describe me as in social situations just this very 
kind of awkward and nervous and uh, going back to old uh, facts about like movies or history or something, just like, okay, <laughs> oh, wow, so we're talking, that's fun. Um, do you know that the movie Legend came out in 1985? <laughs> that was a good, yeah, Tom Cruise is in that and that kind of thing, and so people, I don't notice it, but people tell me that's how I behave, and it is a lot how my mom behaves. Like, I'll hear my mom, and she has her phone voice, and she's like, oh, <laughs> everything's good, and, like, the kitchen's on fire and stuff like that, so. <laughs> Just trying to, like, force <laughs> force a conversation, like, yeah. I don't know how we're supposed to talk to each other, but, you know, <laughs> everything's good. It's fine, it's fine. Right. <laughs> Just eat, your, eat your cheese sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How was your day? Was it sunny? <laughs> <laughs> What is what is yeah. your show, Napoleon? Yeah. Your show. What is... Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, you just mentioned your show. What is it? Is it you mind? My show. Uh, my show is. Uh, well, the main show is Creeping Waves. Uh, that's a full ensemble cast. We invite San Diego bands to be on it. Uh, this year, we've started experimenting with having bands also write the score, uh, at least for the first four episodes that we have completed. And uh, that is, uh, basically, it's the story of, uh, it starts off with three podcasters who run kind of this uh, Alex Jones, Joe Rogan kind of podcast, and they're going to dig up the truth, and they're going to look at all the conspiracy theories, and, and slowly, Napoleon, who got involved with the show, begins to realize, like, I'm more caught up in these than I realize their girlfriend is a Soviet vampire who happens to be part of this mass conspiracy to take over the government and they're involved with uh this sasquatch who seems to have uh healing powers that they find at a uh, a freak show and uh so so as they cover these stories napoleon begins to realize there's something else going on here and i can't Mm. remember what it is and as the story evolves napoleon sort of discovers things about themselves and why they've never really fit in with the other people and the people in their podcast and um is eventually at this season dealing with uh having been tricked into selling their soul to old scratch but then in turn tricking old scratch uh the devil into making him their apprentice wow so, that's amazing yeah i i only, yeah and they i was gonna say i only listened to the um episode with jack and i forgot jack thomas is a clone He's a clone. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, the You Mind is actually uh, that fake podcast that is supposedly done by Napoleon. And so you will have guests on a lot of the time who are improv artists. I'm really lucky to have a lot of friends who are in improv. We'll have guests on who are comedians, or sometimes I just write full episodes. And we, we kind of do it like that. And uh, yeah, in this one, we have my boss on, Old Scratch. Ah. So, yeah, <laughs> who, who in real life is my husband. Oh, so. <laughs> I was going to say the devil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, uh, most uh, husbands, when you say, like, you know what? You're the devil. I you, see you as the devil. They, they're a little scratch. bit like, oh, wow, geez. What did was, I do? And he's like, yeah, I'm on it. He was fine with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he was like, that sounds good to me. <laughs> he really got jumped into the role, but he's really been enjoying it. He, he's ma- he made it his own, because uh, the first couple seasons, it was really heavily influenced by a dream I had uh, when I fell asleep listening to the Tom Waits album, The Black Rider. 
which uh, is basically a story of uh, a man who sells his soul to get 60 silver bullets so that he can uh, enter a hunting contest and win the heart of the Huntmaster's daughter. Ooh, well, in wow. this, uh, I wasn't aware of that when I had the dream, but there's a song that's sung by the devil character, and it's, it's Tom Waits, so it's a very distinct voice mm. that I was trying to get my husband to duplicate. And I was like, come on, like, deeper, just go, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Did he nail and it? He's <laughs> and he, he could do it for, like, five minutes, and then he'd start choking uncontrollably. <laughs> so we, we adapted the character, and he's like, okay, let me try this, let me try that. And we, we slowly adapted the character into something that he's really, I write the script, but he's really made it his own and in the delivery and everything. And all of our actors have, which is... So fun to watch because yeah. I have a, a vision in my mind, and they take it to a new dimension. Cool. So That's yeah, cool. <laughs> I was gonna say too. Uh, as far as like comic books go, are you a fan of comic books? Yeah, um, I I'm a fan of more like graphic novels and stuff like like I like a big juicy story. Um, so I, I, I like the trade issues and the, and I tend to like uh, more obscure kind of stuff that, um, people haven't heard about before, which is always this point of contention. When I go to comic book conventions, there's this, well, especially being a girl writing comic books. And I, I hate to say that this exists, but they, they kind of quiz you and they're like, so do you know the plot line of this and this and this? And it's like, yeah, no, I, I really don't care about that. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, oh, you're a fake nerd. And it's like, yeah, I'm a fake nerd. What what am I trying to accomplish by pretending? Right. I, I, I'm yeah. not sure, but that's okay. I'm just going to sit here and draw my art, and you guys can go be real nerds over there. That's cool. <laughs> I'll be the fake one. So, so what? I, I fall I fall, I fall in the, the trap where I'm reading a comic book series, and I'm like, oh, this is like an underground comic series that nobody's ever heard of. And then like two years later, they're like, we're making a series about this comic book series mm -hmm. and i'm like god damn it <laughs> like the boys the yeah. boys was this like underground thing that nobody ever heard of and then they turned it into a fucking tv series and i was like oh so now you I hate it I, yeah because i thought you're i was not, like part of the i thought trendy. i was part of like the elite people that were the the, the few that read that uh. comic <laughs> yeah yeah no i hear you i hear you right. there's, there's a lot of comics like that well also when they make it into a tv show or something like that they kind of have to speak to the lowest common denominator so yeah. they have to make it so it's going to be attractive to the broadest scope of people and so a lot of the characters get fleshed out quite a bit mm. and uh it, they 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 lose kind of those quirks and the, those odd little pieces of them that made them so interesting in the first place i saw that the most but, in, uh, and i and rob's going to disagree with me because he loved this movie but um the first Kick-Ass, I, I had read that comic, and then I saw the oh, movie, yeah. and I was like, oh, like, this isn't, like, what this was about at I didn't all. didn't read the comic. Did not read mm -hmm. the comic. Loved the movie. Yeah. I <laughs> yeah. hated the movie. Hated it. <laughs> oh, see, both, both formats exist. That's the beautiful thing, is that <laughs> you, can, you can pick up either one. One doesn't disappear once the movie gets made, so. Or but, did uh, it. Yeah, I, I do understand that for sure. What is what is one of your uh, favorite criticisms you've received as as an artist, Napoleon? One of my favorite criticisms I've received as an artist. Um, hmm, that's a good one. Um, 
I think one of the best criticisms that I like, like what was most helpful or what was most like ridiculous. E- either way, either way. Oh, um, I had a, uh, a girl actually uh, come up to me at uh, a, uh, one, the first comic book convention that I ever did. And I could kind of tell by the look on her face she wanted to say something smarmy, that kind of thing. Mm. And I was just sitting there and I'm like, I'm just, I'm just waiting for it. You just bring it, whatever you want. <laughs> and uh, she is looking at the pictures and she just like goes through each of them and goes like, that's not proper lip- nipple alignment. That's not proper nipple alignment. What? That's unrealistic. And I was like, are you my fucking first boyfriend? <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen a pair of press? <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's kind of like, all right. Yeah. But uh, yeah. At the time, there was a website called Escher Girls that was really popular where uh, people were sending in pictures in comic books of women who were disproportionate. And, like, criticizing and saying, like, oh, isn't this disgusting? It's like, no, it's a piece of art. They're not supposed to be real. They're, you know, it exists in that format. Because if you want to see real people, leave the house. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I want to see magical people who can fly and, you know, do all sorts of crazy parkour stuff. So that's what I... I'm reading them for. What's it? What? What uh, is um the style of your comics? Is it manga? Is it like more American comic? Is it like horror comic? Like what's the the? Oh, it's very old school actually. Um, I'm a big fan of the Ling Claire kind of style, which um, that's like where you have kind of the just the outline, um, and then you you fill it in with sort of solid washes of color, like it would have been done in watercolor. But I do it digitally. Um, and it's sort of a style that you see, uh, I'm not as detailed as them, but, but like sort of like what you would see from Mobius or somebody like that. Um, and so I, I do very old school kind of, uh, look with my comics and then with my artwork that I do, it's, it's very highly detailed and a lot of, um, cross hatching or a lot of shading and a lot of stuff like that. So, but, uh, the, the comics, because. I have to draw so many panels over and over and over again. Um, I just kind of developed that style. And uh, it, it seems to work out well for me, especially because it's a comic about my lucid dreams, uh, about uh, dreams that I have where I become conscious of dreaming. And uh, the n- 90s Meg Ryan appears to me as my spirit guide and sort of guides me through the journey, which is nice. Um, but um, it, as the story evolves, as I get deeper into the dream... I sort of build into a more realistic style. And so, uh, like, by the end of the second comic, because there's two out now, there's a third one that has a script, but I haven't done the artwork for it yet. Um, this, by the end of the second graphic novel, um, it's much more like a painterly kind of style. And uh, each, each panel is like an individual painting that I've done digitally. And, uh, it, th- and that's coming from the style where everything's very, like, crisp, clean line art with uh, very solid defined colors so it's a transition as the dream becomes more of a reality awesome you have actually lucid dreamed i yeah i um i do regularly and it's one of those things that if i didn't do it like naturally i don't think i would have like developed any skill to do it but um yeah i i had uh, when i was younger i had like really severe nightmares and stuff like that i was just a highly imaginative kid so everything was crazy and i i i guess i can now but at the time i couldn't wake myself 
up. How do you do I it? I, I have a trick I use. I want to ask how you yeah. wake yourself up from the dream. Yeah. Um, now, uh, I, I, I guess I, I try to run up. Oh, wow. I try to run upwards, okay. and that's how I wake myself out of the dream I, if I, I need to. I always had it where if I, was, I, I learned if I was in the dream, if I opened my eyes, if I kept opening my eyes in the dream, my eyes would actually open from oh. from sleeping. Like if I opened my eyes and just kept widening them, like I'd really wake up because I used to have dreams of being mauled to death by like animals as a kid, and they yeah. used to terrify me. And just as I got. I don't know, middle school age, I would just, like, mm -hmm. in the dream, like, just try different things. And, yeah, if I opened my eyes and just kept opening them, my eyes would just really open. And I just yeah. would, would be awake. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. I, I have had animal mauling dreams as well. So, <laughs> They're uh, the worst. Yeah. Uh, on an elevator with wolves. That Whoa. was fun. <laughs> I had one once. That was, it started as uh, I was hanging out with Scooby-Doo. <laughs> and he oh, just, and then he just grew these. Fun. He grew these fangs and pinned me down and like dug them into my shoulders, and I was just like, "Fuck!" That doesn't sound fun. <laughs> no, <laughs> it was not oh. fun. I saw like recently, and it's been happening to me a lot, where I will just literally just like open my eyes and I'm standing in my living room, like I've jumped out of oh. bed, or like something oh, wow. frightened me so much where. I'm standing in the middle of my bedroom and like I'm up and I'm like oh I don't even know what the fuck happened. I thought you meant sleepwalking because I do that. I still do that. Not so much that. sleepwalking, almost oh, like yeah. like something fucks me up so much in a dream where I jump out of bed and oh. sometimes like I'll be in my the living room when I finally or just like I'm in my bedroom and I'm just like oh what was that and I can't remember what. But you're panic caused me. Yeah, like what what yeah. I saw that caused me to kind of like panic and jump out of bed like that, but. That is something uh -huh. I experienced. I've been experiencing a lot lately, which is weird. Oh, that's that's no fun. No. Well, no, I hope that clears up for you. I hope so. Yeah. I have had those before, like, uh, the, the, I guess they call it a night terror, where you don't really remember any distinct thought. You just yeah. remember this state of pure terror, mm. and you just jump up. And <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. I, I remember running for the door to my parents' room, and then, like, realizing like mid-step like what am what am i running from what am i oh and then just like standing there very awkwardly in front of the window and my parents are like y you okay <laughs> yeah uh yeah that's when i was younger but uh they i think they'd be a lot more frustrated if i appeared in their room uh, now yeah <laughs> napoleon do you have a technique you use to um to induce lucid dreaming um i i guess what for for me um, and, and the, uh, more famous Napoleon, Napoleon Bonaparte, he actually talked about this before, uh, in a journal where, uh, he says, um, all I do is I think of myself as a cabinet. And then when I just close all the drawers, once they're all closed, I will go into sleep. Oh, wow. Um, and it's like a relaxation kind of tool that, that I have to do because I have a, my mind will be super active at night and that's usually what keeps me up. I, I can take a sleeping pill and I'll be up all night because I'll just be like, ah, I got to draw something and I got to do this and that kind of thing. Yeah. I got to go vacuum. And, um, I just can't, you know, make myself fall asleep. So I think about that. And then sometimes I will see kind of a vision of, uh, like just this foggy field. Um, that 
and I, I'll know that uh, different ways are going to take me through two different pathways, and I just will walk on that field until the fog starts to clear and I see myself somewhere. Right. And that's when I know I'm going to kind of go lucid some of the time. Um, and other times it just, uh, it just happens, and I, I just kind of... Normally the dreams sort of start around me, like, uh, if, oh, if I just like do that thing where I close all the drawers, the dream kind of will just start around me and I just kind of watch it like slowly materialize behind my eyes. So. I had a dream once too where, uh, my fingers turned to like poisonous snakes and the, the farther I, I reached out, the snakes just grew. Oh no. The snakes grew and they just struck me. Struck <laughs> wow. Me. I really and took me that, down. Yeah. yeah. That was a pretty wild one. Pretty wild one. That's nice. Yeah. That's yeah. That's crazy. Wow. Dreams that's, are I'm crazy. Glad, I'm glad. I'm yeah. glad you don't have that issue in real life. No. It, no. It, it's Nobody should. Yeah. No. <laughs> and it's interesting, Napoleon, to say how you just kind of automatically um, enter these lucid dreams because I've had uh, delved into when I was younger. Like I read books on how do you lucid dream, and it was always like, mm-hmm. oh, always look at your hands throughout the day, or like that. Uh, one of the things, one of the big things, is like wear a watch, like a digital watch. And throughout your entire day, keep looking at the watch. So when you're dreaming, when you look at the watch and the time's all fucked up, you can tell yourself, like... Because you're supposed to say, I guess, every time you look at the watch, you're like, I'm in a dream. And then you're supposed to kind of, like, uh, like trigger yourself and realize in your dream that, oh, this isn't real, I'm in a dream. I'm in a watch. I'm in a cat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've heard that before. And wow. I think that uh, Meg Ryan has become that symbol for me. Um... Because uh, it, the the likelihood of Meg Ryan in in the form that she occupied in the movie Top Gun uh, appearing to me <laughs> is, is very unlikely. Yeah. And uh, so I I will have these dreams like I'll be in a subway station and I'll look up and there'll be like this ad for Meg Ryan, uh, wow. like a Meg Ryan movie that doesn't exist or something like that. Uh, it, there was one called Pink Swan in one of my dreams. I remember that. And I was like, okay, well, that sounds like a porno. That's good. <laughs> I, I, I must I be dreaming. That. <laughs> but, um, yeah. yeah, and uh, I, so I was just kind of, and I'll, I'll see that Meg Ryan, and I'm like, okay, I'm dreaming. But there was an ad at one point, um, and I was at the doctor's office with my husband, and the model that they used in this ad uh, looked like Meg Ryan. Uh, like she had the little flippity haircut and she had the little pouty lips and stuff like that. And I was like, do you see that? Do you see it? Is this real? Am I dreaming? Just, yeah. Yeah. I, I see it. I, I, it, she looks like Meg Ryan. It's you're awake. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> That's crazy. God damn. Napoleon, we had to wrap this up, but it's been a blast talking to you. Oh, thank you so much. Thanks hey. for coming on. All right. I've had a blast talking with you too. Absolutely. Where can everybody find you? Um, okay, well, uh, you can find me. I have uh, two different, oh, I've got three different websites. I've got creepingwave.com, which is for Creeping Wave Radio, and that is the uh, audio drama, the, the sort of radio show that I was talking about. You can also find that on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, uh, and uh, SoundCloud, and we're slowly expanding where you can find it. So try uh, any of your favorite pod, uh, podcatchers, and you should be able to pick it up. We're about to open up Season 3 on Halloween, and uh, that should be a lot of fun. And I also have the U-Mind, like the letter U, the U-Mind, 
dot com, and uh, that is for my uh, podcast, The You Mind, the sort of fraudcast fake interview show. And uh, then you can also look up The You Mind, spelled with the letter U, on uh, Apple Podcasts, on Stitcher, I, uh, I, uh, sorry, uh, TuneIn, and uh, SoundCloud as well. And uh, then I also have lostbreadcomic.com, and that is where I sell my art prints. If you want to see weird, creepy, surrealistic art, if you want to see my comic books about lucid dreams, uh, if you want to see stickers or other projects that I'm going to be working on, they usually pop up there. Right now we're doing a breast cancer drive. Uh, My mom's uh, in chemo right now, and so we're doing kind of a breast cancer art drive to raise money, uh, not for her, but for families in the area who need uh, support, and we're doing that through uh, Shades of Pink, which is a a charity that uh, gives money to families that are having a hard time affording treatment and all the other things it takes to be alive in the modern day. Awesome. So, yeah. That's very cool. And also, I'm on Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) On Instagram, uh, lucid underscore nap is uh, my main one, and then there is uh, creeping underscore wave underscore radio is for creeping wave radio, and then there's you underscore mind underscore pod, and that's for you mind. Uh, if you go to Lucid Nap, you'll see a link in my bio to both of those, and you can flip those up. And yeah, just uh, send me send me a message, and I can give you all my other social media links too. To you know uh, anything else that I've got going on, Facebook or stuff like that. But mostly, I'm on Instagram. That's kind of my home base. Awesome! Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. All right, you're welcome. <laughs> Have a good one. All right, you too. Take care. Bye. You too. Bye. Have a good one. Sunset, Yeah. Yeah, I got this new song. It's called Jack-O-Lantern. I don't even need a beat. It goes like no. this. You see a giant pumpkin, and it's sitting in front of our house. See you guys next week. <laughs> Fuck this. It's done. Yeah, because I said it's done. I'm the one who said it was done. I said Go it was on, done you little hysterical. You just repeat everything I say, you little fucking mockingbird. Oh, okay, I'll say something you haven't said. I hope you die, bitch. You're already dead. You're already fucking dead. No, I'm not. You're just saying that I'm the one who's alive because I'm standing here. You're dead because you're walking away. Fuck you. You're dead. I'll see you in fucking hell someday. Keep walking, sassy pants. This has been a Fat Moles Radio production. To hear more shows like this, go to soundcloud.com slash Radio. Hush your face is coming straight to your ears. A podcast network that's changing gears. Bringing fresh funky pods with a fresh funky beat. A family of pods that are bringing the heat. There ain't no stopping us. Keep coming back to us. Sick ass pods that'll make you hush. www.hushyourface.com. Hush your face.